three, two, one. Obi Trice, real name, no gimmicks. Who are you? He had a voice that could make a Wolverine purr. That's what I'm talking about, man. Wait a minute, I know you. You got the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. I know that, dude. He's a modern-day Yoda. I'm your huckleberry. Allow myself to introduce myself. Greetings and salutations. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. You're excited. Feel these nipples. That boy's good. Mm -hmm. Good and terrible. Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! This is the Mike Rutherford Show on the Big X. Sportos, motorheads, geek bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in, everybody. It's Wednesday, July 13th. This is the Mike Rutherford Show on 1450 AM, 96.1 FM, streaming wherever you can stream radio shows. The Big X, here today until 6 o'clock, a little bit of a late start. I mentioned this yesterday. Uh, apparently, I knew this was going to happen. I, I put it out there. We mentioned it multiple times during the first hour of yesterday's show that we were going to replay that hour for the first hour of today's show. I know that's confusing a way to put it because I was getting a, a little halter monitor hooked up. But I knew that people were going to react in the text line to yesterday's show. And sure enough, like all the text in the text line are just reactions to the first hour of yesterday's show as if it was happening live. Some people got it, but that's okay. Um, Trevor Kelsey in the house as always. Intern Jenna is here as well on, th- on Wednesday. Um, real quick, the, the experiment. I did go to the, the reason why we're a delayed start today, as I mentioned yesterday. Went to the like, Norton Healthcare. Well, I think it's Norton. Uh, God, now it's Which, which one? Where, where are you at? Dutchman's uh, Lane, right by my house. Uh, got the halter monitor hookup. They want to look at my heart for the next 48 hours. And I, I, I didn't know what this was. Like, I didn't know exactly how it worked. I thought it was just something you put on your wrist or, like, clipped up. I didn't realize. I mean, this, like, little tiny space. She had to shave my chest, first of all, which was I w- was not expecting that. <laughs> she, she's like, she's like, lift up your shirt. And she's like, oh, yeah, we're going to have to shave that. I'm, I am I am not a non-hairy man. Um, so, oh, I, I, So that was interesting. So I'm like, yeah. okay, like, already close quarters already. We're getting to know each other very well. And then I didn't realize. Like, did she I'm, shave you or did you shave yourself? No, she shaved me. Ooh, okay, cool. Not really. At full, full service. Not, not nearly as cool as, you, <laughs> as it, once again, as you imagine things in your mind. Not nearly as cool as you're imagining it in doesn't, your mind. It doesn't translate like it does in the movies? Wasn't, wasn't my ideal uh, Wednesday afternoon. I'll say that. It was fine. She was very nice. Um, did a great job. I didn't bleed or anything. That's so good. it'd been a while. You didn't scream. Been a while since I, I shaved the chest for a very brief period, like in college, I think, during that time. And then I, I don't think I've done it since. I did it once for a next girlfriend and never again. <laughs> like I hated it. It was, I mean, the itching of it coming back was, it was not so, fun. Oh, it was so, oh man, never again. No. I always Sorry. just think of Seth Rogen in, um, uh, knocked up where they're at the, the Cirque du Soleil show and he's watching the two guys like lift each other. And he's like, if I shaved my chest and my stomach, I'd look just like that. <laughs> Guy. that's how i feel now but uh, now i've got the shaved chest going at least partially shaved chest and then I, I didn't realize it's like a bunch of wires and then i've got to hold this thing like the actual monitor itself like in my pocket or like clipped up like the entire time let me see how big that is there's no said. way and also we can't do the office thing because i made the joke on twitter about how it's going to be like the the stress the test beeping, episode yeah. where every time you start talking like I, it just starts, starts beeping like stanley with michael scott but it doesn't like you don't see it like if i have my heart beat gets erratic or something like that 
they see it on the chart after they download it, they won't like I won't have any sort of notification that it, something's wrong. Well, that's that's no good. Well, so not, you're not gonna know what's stressing you out until you go back to a doctor and they download it. Pretty much, and then they're like, "How's um, that to help you?" Well, well they're, they're, I'm supposed to chart exactly when, like, I'm exercising, which I because of whatever I'm going through, I can't, I can't like walk upstairs without getting tired now. Uh, so I guess like the times I walk the dog are going to be my exercise. <laughs> or, that's exercise, like, it counts. You chart like, if you have like weird palpitations or stuff like that. And I, I want to be like palpitation, like 359, like Trevor claims he could pole vault. <laughs> like just like all this stuff. Like they're like, this is an exercise. I'm like, well, it got me worked up. What do you want me to say? Okay, what you're like, what the hell happened at 842? And they're like, <laughs> Red's put the bullpen in. Red. <laughs> so and so pitcher came into the game, gave up three hits. <laughs> Somebody started talking to me about the Lions. Uh, yeah, we, we can. Yeah, that, that, that would be it. But the other thing about having this is, and they did not. I did not know this going in. I can't shower for like a couple of days until I take it off, which would have been nice to oh, know. So you're, you're about to go like a couple days without showering? Yes. Like I can like clean off. Close that door, Jenna. <laughs> I can like rinse off, but I can't like get in the shower or bathe. I have to like do like a sponge bath or something. Like a college shower, maybe? She's, I guess. Like, Hobo shower. <laughs> she's telling me this. And I'm like, well, I mean, would have been nice to know if you, like, I would have taken like a last second shower before I came in as opposed to like, you know, hours before. So that'll be fun on Friday at 325. Cause I, and I can't take it off until 325 on Friday. So it'll be like a Friday night shower. It'll be the first time I can get in there. Oh. So all this very, very fun stuff. Couldn't be more excited about it. But, who knows? Maybe you might as well just wear the same clothes every day then. I, yeah, I might as well. What's the point? <laughs> interesting experience. But it didn't take that long. I was here at like 345. We could have gone on the air sooner, but you were, I don't know, smoking cigs. And Why do you want to interrupt? I don't want to interrupt yesterday's second <laughs> The first replay. hour? <laughs> Where we talked about nothing for a solid hour. Well, I guess we did talk Opposed about most of the days, the next two hours we're talking about nothing. I think we talked about DJ Wagner from like 330 to 4. So we I'm did. Sure if you didn't hear that conversation, like people were reacting to that on the text line. Uh, it was a little bit stale, so you know, whatever. Um, anyways, uh, we're here until 6 o'clock today. We want to hear from you between now and then. Hit us up on the Thornton sex line at 502-414-1450. Summer Cash Bash at Thornton's. Just reminder, if you haven't downloaded the Refreshing Rewards app, what the hell are you waiting for? You could win $10,000 every single week. You could win a 2022 Chevy Tahoe at the end of the summer. Uh, simply by opening that uh, app up, clicking on the Summer Cash Bash icon, that's how you get entered. And also, if that's not enough, my goodness. You can earn additional entries by purchasing select top brands like Mountain Dew, uh, Hot Dogs, Bud Light 12-packs, Large Doritos, many, many more using that Refreshing Rewards card. It's Summer uh, Cash Bash at Thornton's all summer long. Text REWARDS 80313 if you want to enter that way. Uh, that's the way to make it happen. We love Thornton's. Hot Dogs, Mountain Dew, and beer. I mean, and it's just everything America. you need for the weekend, right? There you go. That's uh, the, the Summer in America. It's America. It should be on the American flag. It's incredible. <laughs> Take away the stars and just put hot dog beers and, and Mountain Dew on there. Yeah. That's, that's... <laughs> uh, Texture says, I'm just looking at the text that we're reacting to the first hour of the show. Mike, if you want to sleep, because we were talking about yesterday how I didn't say. By the way, did not doom scroll yesterday. Kept my promise. Good, good, No good. doom scrolling. Put on the Bob's Burgers movie. Watched about 10 minutes. Fell asleep. And uh, slept through the night. It's great. I told you I watched my first ever Bob's Burger the other day. I love, love Bob's Burgers. I never did. Found, Jenna's found a, happy. Found a way to make Jenny ha- Jenna happy for once. She's loving Bob's <laughs> yeah. Burgers. Uh, it was okay. It was a decent episode. So the movie was, well, you didn't get enough to watch it, though, I guess. I, I, I made it like 10 minutes in and then I fell asleep because I started it late. I knew it was going, I knew I was going to fall asleep eventually. And I woke up like halfway through. And I was like, well, good. This served its purpose. I'll, and now I get to watch it tonight. I'm excited uh, about it because it just, it just came to streaming yesterday on Hulu. So after that, then you're going to start the boys, right? Because you. I'm going to start that. the boys. I got to figure that. out the the uh, Amazon login. I'm gonna, I am going to start the boys. Enough oh. people have recommended it that I want to watch. It. Okay, good. 
My text says, Mike to sleep. Uh, watch the first eight innings of last night's Reds-Yankees game, and then for waking up, watch the ninth go Reds. Uh, yeah, it was. I, I did watch most of the game last night. I have, you know, I've been a bad Reds fan for understandable reasons. Losing 21 of 22 to start the season is not a good way to get me hooked. Well, that's a good way to get on a heart monitor, that's for sure. Maybe the, <laughs> are the Reds to blame? The, the timelines do kind of sync up between the Phil Castellini comments and when my body lost its mind. Um, Actually, really scary point. <laughs> it is kind of. It, it honestly is like early May. It was the exact same time. But my buddy, I showed you the picture yesterday. My buddy. Podcast, Trevor, my friend Danny. Um, I know who he is. Now. Actually, remember. I just I always say, it. Like, just, I like using that nickname. His uncle, his uncles run the equipment for the Reds. One does the the home clubhouse. One does the visiting clubhouse. And so he had told his uncle before, like, you got to get a picture with my buddy Dylan, who's the Yankees hitting coach. So they right. got together before they talked, and that was cool to see like Louisville universes colliding in at Yankee Stadium. And then I watched the game, and I mean, we've already just given Dylan a ton of crap. It's been great. Oh, I'm sure you have. It's been great. Although, now, be nice to the future Toronto Blue Jays manager. He might. Yeah, the Jays need a new manager. I woke, I woke up and get a text from you. He says, deuces, Charlie. I'm like, <laughs> you had no idea what, what I was talking hell? about. I figured you would know. <laughs> what is, like, I see that. I'm like, okay, what could this mean? So the first Charlie thing I, Ward dead? <laughs> yeah, it's, Why is Mike so happy about it? Did we this? hire and fire Charlie Strong again within, like, this, within the morning? I mean, what the Wait, a whole text from Rutherford. Is this supposed to be for me anyway? I mean, maybe it's supposed to be for somebody else. I don't know. So the first thing I do is I go to Twitter and I'm like, okay, I'll just check. Well, I'll check. I'll check Rutherford's Twitter account because I maybe it's out some Louisville base. And of course, you have nothing on there about Reds, yada yada yada. Yeah. I'm like, okay, let me go to my trending. And I, you know, we got the for you. So, you know, it's usually things that Twitter puts. You know, trending topics that they think you would follow. I always see wrestling on there. You see, almost always see Blue Jays, Pacers, you know, crap like that. I somehow always see wrestling on there too. I, I don't follow like one wrestling person besides I, all the sports people I follow who love wrestling. And then so I'm on there and I'm like scrolling through and I'm like, okay, there's like, you know, something about like the NHL draft and the Munsters and, you know, some other stuff. I and, see the Munsters right here, I'm on. Yeah, it's still trending probably. And I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm scrolling through, I'm scrolling down. I'm like, okay, I don't know what he's talking about. And then when I, I finally, he's like, I give up. I'm going to ask him. And then you're like, you fired your manager today. I'm like, what? First of all, how the hell is that not on the headlines? Yeah, he's gone. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm a little surprised at that, by the way. It's, I, I, was know, I know they've been slumping uh, ever since Canada Day when they got swept by the, and a doubleheader on Canada Day, of all things, by the uh, Rays. It's been, they've been, they've been struggling. I think they're like, what, went two in the last 12, I think, or something like that. Yeah, not great. So, he was not struggling. And the baby Reds. Yeah. <laughs> And we're, I think the Blue Jays are still in second or third. I, I don't know. They're, they're, them, Tampa, and Boston have been in a clump all way behind the Yankees anyway all season long. The thing about last night's—sorry, to take it back to what's important here, which is the Reds beating the Yankees. Oh, of course. The thing about that game last night that— Because the Blue Jays haven't been able to do this year either. <laughs> it kind of rubs me the wrong way a little bit because that's the type of win that you'd love to have when you're, I don't know, not in dead last in the Central and haven't <laughs> been there since you know, mid-April. Because, I mean, that's an all-time— Unreds win, three zero, bottom of the or top of the ninth in Yankee Stadium against a closer who has like a point four six ERA, and who is their closer? Whoever that guy is last night, who was could not find the plate. Okay, but you get the bases loaded with nobody out, and I'm thinking this is a red special. Like we we are the kings. We'd done it earlier in the game of getting the bases loaded with zero outs or one out and not getting a run across somehow. <laughs> it's what the Reds coming. do, and it felt like it was going to happen. We finally we we get a couple on a on a hits bats a hit batsman. Um, but it still feels like this isn't going to work. They get two outs. Jonathan India, who has, after being rookie of the year last year, struggled. I mean, injuries, but when he's been healthy, he hasn't been good. 
um, and you're like, this is it's O2, we're done. This is classic Reds. We're going to get just enough hope to to have this not happen. And then boom, little bloop single in the right center, scores two. Reds don't like screw the pooch in the bottom of the ninth. They close it out. It was just a such a non-Reds win that you'd love to not be 2,200 games under 500 when it happened. <laughs> but alas, beggars can't be too shit. How many games under 500? Hey, Cubs fans, though, Jenna, hey. we're coming for you. We're one game we're back now. Right now. We're one game back of the Cubs for to get out of last place in the Central. It's happening. It, the race is on. I feel like I should be like an Central fan in this room. You should. Uh, but no, no, I'm going for the Pirates. We're only one game out of uh, not last place. We are now just a mere 13 and a half games out of the second wild card spot. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. It could happen. PJ. <laughs> Angels in the outfield. <laughs> Quote. Hey, we think odds you come back, Dad. But it's about as good as the Angels went in the Central from here. No, it wasn't at the line. Could happen. Something like that. Anything, hey, 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 it could happen. So that was a, a fun night. I enjoyed watching that. Uh, and now the Jays have a new manager. They, I don't even know who their interim is. but uh, It's uh, John Snyder. Papa John. That's the first thing I thought too. <laughs> you don't tell my joke. How could you not? <laughs> Spelled differently, obviously. He apparently was the bench coach, I think. Okay. Or first base. But I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, he's been promoted, and they brought up the uh, Buffalo manager to replace him. So. Texture says, doom scrolling is what my husband does when he's looking at red stats and info. A lot of red <laughs> comments right on the text line right off the bat today. That's good. Uh, red's one. Come on, people. Let's lay off of them. And then a texter, I guess, responding to our conversation yesterday. If it wasn't for pain, DJ wouldn't even consider us. Well, yeah, of course not. We know that. <laughs> Anything else, Captain Obvious? But the thought was that we were going to get him <laughs> yeah. because we were going to get pain. Uh, Texas, just texting in to let you guys know that I appreciate the show. Trevor, I'm glad you're back this week. It's our guy, Kentucky Crozier. Oh, what's up, Crozier? He was out. My Sean Kroger. He was out and about with the uh, at the Calipari thing yesterday with the KRC crew, talking, no. getting them. He left them a poster. I think I saw he, that he uses my HBO Max. I think he's watching The Wire now. Hey, how, how is this guy using your HBO Max? I, he, yeah, but I hooked him up with it. <laughs> he was <laughs> why he had to move. He had to move out. He was trying to save the money. I was like, you know what? I'll help you out, man. I'll get with, with some some passwords. Okay, so you can get some entertainment. Okay. What? Are you jealous? Do you want my you want my prime password? No, sorry, I'm, the voice? I'm reading the rest of the text line. Okay, I mean, <laughs> yeah. uh, text wants to know if intern Jenna played Wordle today. I she, did. She didn't. Do you do Wordle on daily? The the text line they ask every oh, single co-host when you're gone. By the way, it's a daily thing that they you know they ask Sean Maw. They're like Sean Wordle, like Kent Wordle. I'm gonna do it right now. I, I, right I will tell you right now. Uh, I have. I'm still. Det- oh yeah, I got it in three today. Uh, I have played 148 times. I have not played today. Uh, I missed finally for the first time in a long time earlier this, this last week while I was gone. Mm. Like, there was I, one that was tough a couple days ago. I mean, it's I, well, it must have been the one. I, well, I guess because I missed my my streaks only at five. But I uh, unfortunately I, I missed a day again because my streak got back up to. Remember, I I, I, I haven't. I know missed, you missed some when you were sick at one point when you I missed were, one when I was sick, but I haven't like missed like I haven't like got it wrong in a long long time. And Jenna says she's never got it. I've gotten it wrong twice. I have to see. First of all, I, I call BS on some of y'all. That I, I'm at least I'm honest. I admit when I I've when never my, cheated. Never cheated in Wordle. Yeah. I've missed. I've officially missed two. Like my buddy tries to brag. He's like, "This is easy." Look, and I'm like, "I know he's cheating." It's like I know he is. Trevor, look, I, this is an Occam's Razor situation. A who? <laughs> the most logical explanation. Is that, the, for is what's that is like the Shave Club place? Exactly. The most logical explanation <laughs> for you is is the most obvious one here. You're just not as good at Wordle as you think you are. I mean, I don't think I don't think everyone's as good as Wordle as they think they're. I think there's people. I got it in two. She got it in two. Look, Jenna got it in literally thirty You're fired. seconds. Fired. 
Uh, <laughs> I got it three. I pull BS on that. Trevor says, is it just me or does intern Jenna sound like Robin What's from Stranger Things? Someone says, is it just me or does intern Jenna sound like Robin from Stranger Things? Talk for me. I can see it. I can second hear it a little I bit. I can now. definitely hear it. You watch Stranger Things? I've never seen She's it. never heard it. Oh, I can true. I can definitely hear it. I think I hear it a little bit now. Uh, Sarah says, speaking of yesterday's first hour, would Trevor rather publicly apologize to Sap for the things he said about him or eat a salad? I mean, well, we all want to apologize. I to want Sapp. to apologize. We, we want yeah. Sap to go like twelve and zero, and us to be like, yeah, like we we were wrong to even criticize. I him think at all. I think I said I think I I'm, maybe I almost said this yesterday or Monday. You know if you know if if coach if this defense comes out and it's awesome and shuts people down and we win games because of it, we go nine nine wins, ten wins. I'll eat a giant salad full of crow for, for Coach Brown. Well, yeah, of course. We all will. But, you know, if we don't and he doesn't, then I get to send him out of here on a rail. Texas, instead of showering, just have Mary spray you with the hose. <laughs> you can't do that. Still kidding. Yeah. <laughs> That's the, what a terrible text. I mean, are you going to be sponge bathed by Mary? No. <laughs> Thank you for correcting my English, there, Jenna. Sponge myself. <laughs> oh come on! You got to do like you got to do like Costanza when he's sitting in the house watching the. I mean, I, I can I can move my limbs, Trevor. I just have to avoid the the actual getting the. Yeah, device where's away. the cool in that? Well, there's not really. Is this cool? <laughs> getting sponge bath by your significant other is not cool either. I don't know. I don't know how you think about this. It's not. Once again, this is not a movie type situation. This is not a, a romantic comedy. I, don't, I mean, well, I mean, I get that. There's some things in movies that you can't be like, like, like sex in the bathtub doesn't happen. Sorry, that that's not real. No, way too way, not 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 humanly possible. You know, even the shower's tough enough. But like a bathtub, like Bull Durham, no, sorry, that, that I be, I know that ain't real. But like the sponge, that'd be cool. There's nothing wrong with that. People, just, have, people have some sexiness to it. No, there's not. Some <laughs> <laughs> romantic. Put a, put a Luther Vandross on. No. Get the sponge going. The water nice and warm. No. Maybe light some candles. No. Jenna <laughs> no. says she hates Trevor. Uh, people have people have very significant thoughts on who Jenna sounds like. Texture says. Jenna sounds exactly, exactly in all caps, like Allie Martin on WEBN in Cincinnati. Look it up. Very uh, niche reference. I'd have to look up who very, she is and, and what she sounds yeah. like. But she's a radio person, so I assume that's a compliment. Okay, yeah. It's like when people say I sound like Jim Rome. I'm like, well, at least he's been on radio for a long time. <laughs> Not my favorite, but I appreciate it. I wonder it. what people say I sound like. You sound like Trevor. <laughs> I do like the Robin comparison, though, from Stranger Things. That does. Uh, now I'm kind of hearing it. I can see that. Yeah. Uh, it's actually Uma Thurman and Ethan Hawke's daughter. Texture yeah. says, "Mike and the Mothman." Except it's a picture of you and me. <laughs> Not the Mothman. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think this texture got what we were talking I'm the about. The Bogman. <laughs> yeah, Trevor. Tre <laughs> the Mothman was Sean Moth, uh, but it's Mike and the Mothman featuring Trevor Kelsey. <laughs> it just had me on like like looking through the like in the background with a cigarette in my mouth. <laughs> like that should be like a silhouette, like the Marlboro Man silhouette with a bat, with my with my leg folded up. Texas, I took a nap from three to four. What did I miss about DJ? Nothing. You missed nothing on the DJ Wagner front. Yeah, we I took a nap too, Texter. Texas says, <laughs> um, I haven't asked Trevor a random question in a while. Oh, What's the best all-time bad dub in a movie? And his his answer is exactly what I would say. Bad dub? Bad dub. Like when you're watching a movie on TV and they have to like edit it for being on cable. Oh, good Lord. Because the one that he says is the one that immediately comes to my mind. I mean, it's honestly the only one I can think of. There's... I know this is probably different. I don't know if it's the worst, 
But it's one that always stuck out to me when I was, especially when I was younger, was the, the, the major league. That's the one. And it's that's just, what he says. It's the one I can think of. Strike this guy out. <laughs> I always think of the scene when he's talking to Berenger at the house. He's like, "If you ever take another play like that, I'm gonna cut off your bleeping." And, 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 and then the other person's like, "I'm gonna cut off grapes and jump <laughs> down your throat." <laughs> I'm like, I always just laugh so hard when I hear that. There's some good ones. I feel like. I feel like this was a, a better question for maybe like 10, 15 years ago when I was watching more movies on TV. Yeah. And like, you, I don't know. Do you know it's, it's weird? You know, speaking, that's the only one I remember. You know, it's for so long, for a movie I love, one of my favorite movies, and I've quoted this all the time, it's Past Times Rich My High. Uh-huh. I was, pro- I think I was maybe 15 or 16 years old, so 95, 96, when I actually saw it not on TNT. Okay. Like, I grew up watching it, like, on cable. So, like, when I finally first saw the actual DVD version and you get the actual Phoebe Cates topless and you get the Jennifer Jason Lee scene and you get, yeah. you get the, I'm like, I mean, Trevor's 16 year old mind just, I mean, head blew up like Total Recall. Like, I thought, like, it, I never thought I would, the movie that I love so much could make so much more awesome. Could be even better. Even yeah. better, yeah, just by watching it uncut. Texas, awesome. uh, yeah, it's a word. It's, that'll be word. It's a word <laughs> next week. Texas, Trevor sounds like, He's high. <laughs> that have a sound? <laughs> Texas, I don't know who Trevor sounds like, but I envision him looking like Chris Griffin. Uh, yeah, a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't have the blonde hair. TJ, uh, TJ texted it just to say, oh, it's real, Trevor, about the Wordle thing. That's real. Do people cheat? No. <laughs> Texas, be honest, Trevor, you didn't know who the Blue Jays manager was. I had forgotten. Didn't we have this earlier in the year where I was like, I couldn't remember how to look it up? It's Thanks. Charlie Mant- Montoya or Montano. Montoya. Or, yeah. He used to be with Tampa. I know that. Texas, I would have lost a lot of money if I was betting on if Trevor or Mike would get a heart monitor first. <laughs> <laughs> the difference is you go to the doctor, I don't. If I went to the doctor, they'd probably just tell me that. They'd probably put me in there forever. I would never get back out. You'd probably be fine. They would just they'd strap me to the bed. Like, we're calling our dinner. I have other doctors just walking in, poking and prodding me. You'd be fine. Like, we have no idea what this is. Um, all right, let's take our first break. When we come back, Josh Hurd, <clears throat> excuse me, has made a, he's going to make an announcement. Got that email. We'll read that. We'll talk about, speculate on what, what? that I might be. I get that email. Well, I don't know what to tell you. Josh. This is what happens when Kenny steps down. I stop getting stuff. Have you checked your email? It was pretty recent. Yes. Well, how, re- like, since the show started? No, it was like uh, 240. Oh, no, I checked it since then, yeah. Well, See, Kenny would. <laughs> Why, I mean, another reason why I miss Kenny They're cutting Clark. me out. They're cutting me They're out. cutting They're, them out. They're just bumping me out of the way. Oh, we're going to talk about that. We have a couple other odds and ends stuff to get to. Uh, Donovan Mitchell could be on the move. We'll talk about Uh-oh. that as well. It's Pacing, the Mike baby. Rutherford Show here on a Wednesday on 1450 Better served if you had had Art as the rejoin and not the 
the going away music because I would have been into that. This is hard. What the last heart? Oh, okay, okay. I should have gone with alone coming in. Yeah. Alone or what about love? Is it I, all just? Is it just heart day? It's heart day because my my heart. Yeah, thank you. My you dad, know, love, on, my dad loves heart. You know, I'm on the nose a lot of stuff. That was well and that was kind of that was one of the things though when I was going through the songs, I was like, man, it's like I almost kind of wish I had a full day for this. Because, I mean, I had to... Heart bangs. Yeah, I mean, I, if I had a full day, I could maybe throw in, you know, all I want to do is make love to you. Yeah, that, I mean, <laughs> you forget about how many just absolute jams Heart had. Yeah, they were around for a while. I mean, that song I just said was like late 80s. Yeah, yeah. that's a classic Heart. But right. I, went, I went with the, the, the more populars today, so... That's fine. We had a shorter list. But. That's fine. Uh, you know who else uh, jams? Our friends over at AirServe. Oh, yeah, I jam. We love AirServe. If you need uh, AC work this summer, if you find yourself in need of a little bit of HVAC work when it comes to wintertime, hey, they've got you covered. They're like EMTs for your HVAC. They're around 24-7. If it happens uh, an AC breaks down in the middle of the night and you've got small children, you can't afford to just gut it out through the night if it happens in the wintertime, AirServe is here for you. Uh, schedule an appointment or call them directly or set up a, uh, you know, find their number, find all their information on their website at AIRESERV.com slash Louisville, AirServe.com slash Louisville. Um, they've got everything you could possibly need to keep your air quality going. They've got air purification systems. They've got allergen protection. They've got carbon monoxide and smoke detector installation, humidifiers, dehumidifiers, all guaranteed to keep your house at the top level of its game. Again, airserve.com slash Louisville, A-I-R-E-S-E-R-V.com slash Louisville. They've they been keeping my house so cool I actually started putting on pants again. No, that's not true. <laughs> that's the, you don't have to lie during the, the part plug. about the cool or the pants. You don't have to lie during the plug. I mean, airserve's like, that's even, you know, it's too much for us. We know it's still cold. Here. We know, as good as we are, we know that's not possible. There are some mountains just too high to climb. And Trevor putting on pants in his own house is one of those. Nothing made me more mad when I watched the Go. Which I, I actually enjoy the Goldbergs, but like when they first talk about the dad walking in and dropping his pants, like I was like, they stole that from me. Like, there's no, I mean, how, you how think they you're the know? only person to take your pants off in a house. Well, not since I walk in. Come on. Uh, <laughs> we, we but just before we, before we came on air, and Trevor apparently did not get this email, and he's upset about it. I'm so, I'm a little ticked. Yeah. Uva Athletic Director Josh Hurd will make a quote special announcement tomorrow, Thursday, July 14th at 9 a.m in the PNC club on the east side of Cardinal Stadium. My first thought, what was your first thought? Well, I'm, this literally will be because I'm hearing this for the first time now. Well, okay, what is it? Uh, special announcement tomorrow. Are we giving the name of the Cardinal Stadium? That was my first thought. Tim Sullivan, as he always does, did his due diligence, uh, did some sleuthing, did some Sullivan gritty work, and climbed found out that this announcement, he climbed up some stairs, is reportedly not about the stadium announcement, but it is about a large gift of some sort. Which is good. Okay, so happy press like conference. a donation, or so we're just gonna announce like someone's giving us money. Yeah, we do this all the time. I mean, is Josh gonna do like the Donna Shalady scene where she's like looking at the check with the evil grin on her face? No. Okay. Um, it's a significant getter sponsorship of some kind, is what Sullivan believes it is. Okay, well, that we, could, but, we it's, like but, but it's not the stadium, but it's not the stadium naming rights. Okay. So Andy's TV Colonel Stadium still very much in play. <laughs> I think we should just name it after the station. Big X Cardinal Stadium. Big X Cardinal Stadium. <laughs> I mean, come on. Once we get that zoo train, once we get the the sign from the old uh, Toy Tiger, and now what's the what's the third thing we wanted? Um, We've got the clock from the clock. Colgate, yeah. And then what did we decide earlier this week that we were going to buy to? That was up for sale. Well, the train. Was that what we decided this week? You said that, yeah. We Because I didn't know the train. That's right. The, yeah. We're taking the train from the, from the, yeah. Sorry, you, you, 
you're dealing with health issues. Brain damage. Yeah. Damage. <laughs> Brain damage. <laughs> if we named the stadium after Big X, like Big X Cardinal Stadium, that way we could like name like certain things around the stadium after employees. Like, 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 the, like the TK bathroom or something. or like the, <laughs> the, 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 the Rutherford overview or, you know. Jenna party bed. <laughs> I want like an end zone name. Parking lot A is the Je- the Jenna Fox parking lot. The Fox, the Fox, the, the Fox lot. The Fox lot. There you go. I want like, I would get so greedy. I'd be like, no, I want, I want the end zone. Like, oh, the, like what well, says Louisville there? I'm like, no, it says Mike in the end zone now. The the home end zone says Mike now. I want, I just want, I just want the ten yard line. Like, that's all. I want just a random, a random hashtag. The Trevor Kelsey red zone. Like, he gets. I hear now. Um, Ruben Owens up up the middle. He's tackled at the at the ten. At the twenty. He oh, he's down at the Trevor. He's down. <laughs> we just name a bunch of stuff after Roush just to piss him off. Yes. Huge Louisville fan, <laughs> Nick Roush. We're the only Louisville show on here. We would just continue to do at least during week uh, during the the week. Yeah. We have wake up five hundred two on Saturdays. Love our conversation. Yes, yes, of course. Uh, but that's you know, that's it. We're kind of on the daily day basis. We're carrying the Louisville load here. So it would just be uh, Spears is kind of in the mix, right? He's he's he 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 plays both sides of the fence. John Spears, yeah, not James. James, <laughs> James Spears, James not John, uh, John not James. Sorry, Spears. I, at some point, I'm going to get it right. I, I keep messing that up, and now I've, like, I'm in my own head. Like when I say it, like I I, I panic. I know Matt Dennison. I know our, our guys T.J. Walker and Nick Rouse. Dennison's the IU guy, though. He's but IU. we've got. I mean, now we have we have the games, so it fits more, right? Yeah. We got the game. We'll stop by. Cardinal Insider. We, we are Jody home, we're home of IU as well, too, though. Home of Jody Dumlin. Yeah. <laughs> who, who sent me the Cardinal Insider on time today? On time today. Yeah. You're happy about that. No, no, we're airing it. So, <laughs> it's like I'm on the X today. So yeah. we have that to look forward to tomorrow at, uh, what, what I say, 9 a.m. We'll find out. Good news is good news. And we need some good news because, good Lord, like, like the FBI stuff. I, I know it was a small deal. We talked about it yesterday, the lawsuit. But it just kind of rehashed this whole, like, woe is me. Everything bad happens to us. So I don't, you know, people people used to get mad at Tom Jurich for calling press conferences for big gifts and stuff like this, and he loved to be on, loved to be in front of the camera. I like it. Well, that's how you— Right now, we need press conferences for anything good that happens. Hell, I'm in favor of, if, like, the men's soccer team opens the season with a win, press conference the next day. Boom. I mean, Banner. Done. I mean, if someone's donating, you know, a buttload of money, then then yeah. I, I think, I mean, I don't—I mean, they probably want to be recognized for it anyway. I mean, that's why you're doing it. To, I mean, short of putting your name on the building that you're donating the money for, I mean— Give him a press conference. Throw him a bone. What That's how chances, you suck up to millionaires to get the money from them. What are the chances that it's one of the people on from the letter? What if it's like Jim Patterson doing something else or Dr. Lynn doing something else or one of the unnamed 37 other 37 local business owners? We don't know yet. Yeah. <laughs> unnamed and unnamed. Lonnie Ali Cardinal Stadium. <laughs> it could be. I mean, I was. I, I mean, are we, is this going to be like, is we're just going to announce like a big check or are we going to say what it's going to? Hmm. I assume. And is it going to be a regular size check, or are we going to get one of those big checks like you get? In like it's, it's either a large gift, according to Sullivan, or a significant sponsorship. So it would not be well, significant sponsorship outside of Cardinal Stadium. Okay, so the gift, but I mean, I would think the gift would go to a sponsorship in general. Wouldn't we don't it? know. We don't know. We'll find out tomorrow at nine a.m. What could we? What could we need sponsored? Like, what do we? What, what do we need name rights on other than the football stadium? Who knows? You, know, you can't put on the basketball. I don't know. Unless they're cha- are they going to drop the yum? It'd be a good surprise. Okay. That's all that matters. All I know is we got something to talk about tomorrow on the three o'clock hour. We do. Um, it, Opposed to my dynamite review from tonight. Oh God! Oh yeah, it's, it's Wednesday. That's why you're so chipper today. Hey, your boy Orange Cassidy's wrestling for the TNT title tonight against Let's Wardlow. Get Let's get it. Um, I want to talk real quickly about 
Donovan Mitchell has been a name that's been, I think, on the tip of a lot of people's tongues when it comes to NBA stuff this offseason so far. But up until now, there's been no indication from the Jazz. You know, they've been blowing up the team. Quinn Snyder quits. They they trade Rudy Gobert. They get rid of uh, you know they do the now it's all I think of is Brian Windhorst. Like all the memes coming out there. Like they get rid of uh, Royce O'Neal. Now why would they do that? Very interesting trade. Very interesting trade. It, Windhorst is my hero. But anyways, they they do blow up the team. But they have not up until this point made any sort of public indication that they're willing to trade Donovan. That changed yesterday. That, I'd say right now. Uh, I, I don't I don't approve the blowing up the team term because other than Donovan, that's the only way you can blow up that team is by trading Donovan Mitchell. Well, trading Gobert is Gobert is very replaceable, and everyone else on that team outside of those two is clearly replaceable. Well, regardless, they now appear to be. They haven't said that they're like going to trade him. Donovan hasn't said publicly that he's requesting a trade, but the report that came out and it was Woj who put it out there first was that Donovan Mitchell, the Jazz are now open to entertaining deals for him. And two names immediately came to mind because these are the two names that we've been hearing about pretty much all summer long as franchises that could go after Donovan. One, the Knicks. He's you know, from that area. His dad works for the Mets. He grew up a Knicks fan, yeah. r- reportedly. And if he goes to the Knicks, I have to hate him. Yeah, and two, the Heat. Uh, there's been a lot of talk about him going to Miami. He's hanging out with Bam Adebayo a lot this summer. Uh, all that's going on. The odds, according to sportsbetting.ag, for Donovan Mitchell's next team, if he gets traded— the Knicks are a one-to-one favorite, according to them. The Heat are the four-to-one second choice. The Celtics are at six-to-one. Nets, Lakers, Warriors, and uh, Kings Pacers. all getting decent odds there. Pacers not on the list, unfortunately, Trev. So, so the odds are pretty good on the Pacers. If you take, so if I put a dollar on the going to the Pacers, they get like what? You get nothing because they're not even on the board. <laughs> we didn't even make the board. They're not getting odds. Good lord, you could at least throw us like a ten thousand to one or something on there. I'm sorry, but uh, sorry. hoping for the best situation for Donovan. Would love to see him because as good as he's been, and I know that it's not. We had a conversation with Daryl Griffith back in the day uh, on one of the other stations about you know. If it were modern times and he was playing in Utah, he would have been more of a superstar than he was because back then, if you were in Utah, like, you were never on TV. Like, they just showed like two or three games a week, and it was always the big market teams, and Utah was playing later in the night, too late for the East Coast to pay attention. So people saw his stats. They would yeah, see his highlights on some shows. But back then, you know, you couldn't have NBA TV. You didn't have an accessibility to every game. Are you referring to more when – not just Griffith's time, but the, the, the Carl Malone era as well? Well, of course. Yeah. Like, but like when Griff was a, was a star for the Jazz, he was not a star nationally. He was not a, a big-time no. name in the NBA. And now for Donovan Mitchell, bad. it's a lot more easy to be a, a guy that everybody knows, a guy whose numbers and highlights everybody sees because everything's accessible. Even so – I feel like Mitchell Starr would would balloon even more if he were playing for one of the East Coast prime franchises, especially with his with such a built-in fan base both here and in the Northeast where he grew up, or in one of the superstar franchises on the West Coast. Like the, if he was a Laker, like people people yeah. know the players on those teams more than they know the best players in the Jazz. It's just the way it is. It's not not just it's not just much time zone, but market. It's not like say it's just not a huge market. I mean, it's, it's never going to be, and it's not going to be. I mean, like. I mean, if he played for, I almost said Seattle, but now that they're gone. But even Portland, I mean, because I mean, I, I'm Portland was a team. You talk about you know that era, you know, a little, a little later than that, but like your late '80s, early '90s. Like I'm, I'm the guy that was you know wait, you know, since grandma went to bed and I heard her snore and I snuck out and walked down the hallway to watch you know the late night game on TNT on Tuesdays or Thursdays, and it was almost you know it was Lakers in Portland. I mean, that was all you saw. I mean, that was the only two teams because Portland was so good and obviously the Lakers. Always, they're you know going to be showcased no matter what. But I mean, if you're yeah, if you're you know yeah, Port, even Portland or obviously Golden State and San Francisco, Oakland area, you know, you're you're going to get more push 
And he got, I mean, he got as much as you can you can out of out of Utah when you're successful in Utah. I think so too. I mean, I mean, Carmelo. You saw, I mentioned, you know, Carmelo and Stockton era. You know, they were they were getting on TV and they were obviously well known because you know they as good as they were and they were in that kind of four or five area usually in the seating before the late '90s that Utah is with Donovan Mitchell. Now Griff, I mean Griff, you you mentioned not having you know any any luck or chance. His era one Utah sucked. They were not a good team when he got there, and the whole time he was there, they weren't very good. And on top of that, like you, it wasn't it wasn't it's hard to get Utah on TV then. You it was hard to get anybody because they didn't do live NBA games. I mean, the NBA finals weren't even live until what eighty two, I think eighty three. Is that right? I mean, something yeah, somewhere around there. So I mean, they were still doing tape delay NBA finals at that point. Yeah, I'd love to see Donovan go to a place where one, he has a, excuse me, legitimate shot at winning a world championship. Because if, if he stays in Utah, he could score a billion points in the next few years. They're going to be bad for at least a couple seasons. They, well, they're they, loading up on draft picks. They're they, not. Yeah. They're not looking to compete these next two years. They feel like they had a window and they didn't do anything with it, and now they're they're starting from scratch. Well, they swung and missed with Mike Conley. They swung and missed with, missed with Mike Conley. There's that no question the about one. it. Rudy Gobert also was. I think his offensive deficiencies were far more extreme than anybody really realized before he, he arrived there and was put in more of a focal point than he was before. But the, the Ru- Conley thing was, you're right. Ru- Rudy was drafted before the NBA shifted to what it is. Fair like point, he, too, he, for he, sure. I mean, people forget how long he's been in the league. I mean, when Rudy came in the NBA, Rudy's skill set was still the trend of skill set of big men. I mean, and it's changed very quickly and then overnight, and you can, you know, Curry and, and company have a lot to do with that, but... Yeah, I mean, it's just, he's become absolutely, and then yeah, the, uh, they brought in Conley, and it was just he's been a total bust since they brought him in. Yes, and that's it has not helped Donovan. It, no. it didn't help them advance in the playoffs, which sucks. But at the end of the day, if he wants to go somewhere where he can continue to flourish, but also play for a winning franchise, it's probably going to have to be somewhere other than Salt Lake How City. How did he fit in Miami with Butler and Hero Hero there? I mean, I think that they're saying what what I saw Hero is, would have to be in the Hero deal. would be in the deal. Yeah. Duncan Robinson would also probably be in the deal. And they may have to give some draft picks as well, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll oh, see. draft picks. They NBA gives away draft picks like Tic Tacs. They don't care about that. And, and the Jazz are stacking them. Yeah, so. and you you can't, but you can't move Butler if you're the Jazz. I mean, that's just. I mean, I would. Take, well, no. And right now, I mean, I, I like Mitchell more, but I would take Butler over Mitchell right now. If I'm in the NBA. I would too. It's. I mean, look, he almost won a championship this past year by himself, pretty much. Like he came pretty damn close. <laughs> I mean, the he year very before good. he went to the finals. But I mean, He's very very yeah. good. So that's the hoping, hoping the best for Donovan. We obviously are big Donovan Mitchell fans around Just here. Don't go to the Knicks. Just don't go to the Knicks. According Just to don't Charlie. go to the Knicks because I love him going to the Knicks. Well, because he goes to the Knicks, I can't root for him. Wow. Like I like to see him do individually well, but I want him to have the team to go fifteen and fifty. Uh, I'm just looking I hate the, the Knicks. <laughs> texter on the uh, texter says, what if, "What if it's a Satterfield extension incoming?" Oh, already? No way. <laughs> no way. There's no way. I can see. Can't you see something like a? You want you do that? You better get the dump button ready for me tomorrow. I, I tell you what, I can see though. If we get off to a good start, especially with a backloaded schedule this year, I can see like a midseason extension for Satterfield with this recruiting class being locked in. And I think the fear of because Louisville ends the season, we've talked about this a number of times Clemson, NC State, who now is everybody's favorite team in the ACC, and Kentucky. Three very tough games to win. If like, I can see us being, there's a, certainly a possibility that Louisville could be like seven and two or six and three and then wind up going seven and five or six and six. It's. Not outside the realm of possibility. And then if you do that, then then you've just basically cornered yourself without being able to get rid of him after that bad right because you give him a contract which makes his buyout probably more than you really but need I'm to saying, be able to afford. If Josh thinks that he's the guy moving forward and he wants the fan base on board, he wants to keep the recruiting class happy. The time to give Satterfield an extension might be when he's like 
you know, five and two, six and one, riding high before the bottom falls out, and you play the toughest teams on your schedule at the very end of the season. And we know how Louisville fans react to losses to Kentucky. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter who you are. You're Rick Pitino, you're Charlie Strong, you're Bobby Petrino, you're the greatest coach we've ever had. In the days immediately following a loss to Kentucky, you're the least popular person in the city. Like, like you know, They want you gone. And with Kentucky looking to be pretty good, with that game being back in Lexington, we're it's hard to foresee us being a favorite. And so if you want, if, if you feel good about Satterfield moving forward, but you want to have it be a move that the fan base is behind, you probably extend it before you get to November. I, I mean, can see that happening if we get it done in the first month and a half of the year. You can see it happening, but do you agree with it? I can, I 100% do not, but I would say no, but I think it would be a bad move personally at the same time. Like a lot of people thought we extended Charlie strong when he was two and four in his second season. And a lot of people were like, that's the dumbest thing. Like you can't just do it because he's getting recruits out there. Like we've got to show something strong turns that season around. And we already had Bridgewater and company in on the field though. At that point, good point. It's, it's it's certainly a little bit different, but that, that makes that move make even less sense. Then, if you were trying to extend Charlie Strong to keep Bridgewater and company around, then you would have done it before that season. Like you have less of a yes, reason to yeah. extend him when he's two yeah. and four. I mean, yeah. I mean, his, he had a losing overall record when Jerch gave him a contract extension. Tom saw something, saw the writing on the wall. We all needed to trust in Tom at that point in time. It was the right. It wound up being the right move. And well, at that point, I already did kind of trust in Tom That's anyway. So also a good point. Like we, he had enough. I, I think. He had enough hits in his resume that when he made a move like that, yeah. even if you were kind of like scratching your head a little bit and be like, eh, I don't know, you gave him a benefit of the doubt. Josh, is, if, if this move were to be made, it would still be in the first year of his tenure as AD slash interim AD. And, yeah, it would probably be a little bit tougher to sell. But, it, I mean, if Satter feels like 6-1, and one, I can see that. I'd be okay with that. I mean, yeah, I, I guess. I mean. If he does that and he goes 0 and 5, or whatever, if he sees 0 4, whatever, I mean, it's, oh, it'll be tough. Because that better point, be there forcing a bowl game. Because then you're pitching to hold yourself and to not be able to get rid of him. Well, yeah. Like I said, because, I mean, you've given an extension, you're, you probably maxed out the, you know, that, that, that buyout, and now you're, you're with them no matter what. And the other thing is, is, I mean, I'd be okay with it maybe at the end of the season if, if Louisville wins eight games or something. And, and maybe if they win seven, they get that plateau that we, where we wanted to be at. And the recruiting class is still coming in. Even then, though, man, like like you want to do these things when a coach is at the height of their popularity, especially when you have a fan base that is on edge and has been on edge for a long time. And if you do it after a loss to Kentucky, it's it's just a tough sell. Even if that loss brought us to like eight and four, even if we'd had a dramatically overachieving season, we finish I don't know second or third in the Atlantic. We beat some good teams on our schedule. We pull a, full, a couple of upsets, maybe win a couple of top twenty-five games. If we go to Lexington and get beat down again, or if it's even just like semi beat down like they went like 31 to 17 better than it's been in recent years but still not good nobody's going to react to that news favorably even if it's the right thing to do overall if you give it to him a week before when he's eight and three or a few weeks before when he's like seven and two seven and one it's it's universally praised and we all know bowl games are crapshoots these days because so many players opt out and it's all about motivation and who like in some cases, the teams opt out. Yeah, we we kind of opt saw out. that last year. I mean, you, you just you, you never know with bowl games. Like you can go in, you can blow somebody out. It can be a feel good thing, uh, or you can go. I don't know, give up 500 yards passing to an Air Force team that had thrown the ball two times the last two weeks before that. Two so, weeks all season. You, you just never know. It's a little bit of hit and miss. So I can see what Josh is thinking would be if that were to come. I, I, all I'm saying, I'm not saying if I'm for it or against it. I can understand both sides. I'm just saying something that I can absolutely see happening this season. Yeah. 
I mean, I don't know. I, I guess it all depends on. I've never. I, I, mean, I haven't had a chance to speak to Josh. He won't even email me on announcements. Don't blame this so, on Josh. So I mean, uh, say Rocco email. Oh, I have no problem blaming Rocco. Uh, <laughs> the, so I, I don't know. Football man. program hates you. Probably, probably no, they, they do. <laughs> Feelings been semi mutual recently. The uh, you're not I, helping. I could see. I could see if Josh likes Scott. I mean, I don't. I mean, we. It also depends on you know how he feels about Satterfield personally. For sure, and because he didn't, I mean, he didn't keep that. I mean, this he wasn't was, the one who made that. This call. was a, that was a tyrant call. Yeah, so I mean, Texas, you said large gift. The toy tiger sign is pretty large. What if that's what's happening? Somebody's. <laughs> well, oh no, Gary's gonna, donating the toy tiger sign to U of L. We're gonna put the clock above the Adidas symbol Ooh, above the. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> that would be awesome. That would even old school looking, like you know, game clocks. You know, that was a, that would be cool. I like that a lot. Texas says the Fox lot is taking place as the new East End Drakes. <laughs> You're the new East End Drakes, Jenna. <laughs> Cougar Drakes. <laughs> Summit Keith. Um, what did you say it was? Summit Keith. Keith Wynn always ends up there whenever he has like nights out. Oh, is that what? <laughs> Texas says, Trevor sounds like a guy talking on a commercial about real life experiences as to why you shouldn't smoke. <laughs> the, the Drake. I hate those commercials. <laughs> You're just mad about everything. Come on, I need to light up a cigarette. Scooter Dingus is sexed in. What's up, Scoots? He says, by the way, Trev, I talked to an EMU alum last night, and he said they're going to roll through the MAC all season long. This is the Scooter Dingus, Trevor, who's uh, going to have more wins between Sco- Louisville and Eastern Michigan. I hope, Scoots, hope you're saving. I hope you're, you're putting aside that $5 every week out of your paycheck to pay me off my bet here in the basketball season. Texas says, naming rights, the Tom Drexler toilet bowl. <laughs> One eight Tom Drexler. That's name is his number. <laughs> Call the plumber whose name, name is his number. number. I think we're giving free advertisement to a non-sponsor. But, but <laughs> yeah. okay. Texas, the worst, uh, but going back to an old topic, the worst censor of a movie on TV has to be Samuel L. Jackson on snakes on, in Snakes on a Plane. He <laughs> says, I'm tired of these monkey fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday plane <laughs> Monday to instead Friday. of the MFers. <laughs> I haven't seen that. But that's lovely. I mean, the most iconic ones kind of like also the the Die Hard too, right? Texas, the worst sub is uh, is dub is Die Hard, Alta Vista, Alta Vista, Mister Falcon. <laughs> I know Die Hard's kind of got a famous ring for it for the Yippee Kaye uh, Mother ha- Lovers, I think is what he says or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's that too. Yeah, the I mean <laughs> another bad one to watch is any t- yeah, any any time Pulp Fiction or Wolf of Wall Street <laughs> is on like AMC. Like I, I almost like want to watch it for the comedy effect of the altering of the language, but also I just feel bad for the poor guy who has to go through and edit Wolf of Wall Street for cable. Sorry, I just read this text. This is, Trevor just said if you were in the hospital, doctors would ask, "What is this? Is he talking about a health issue or himself?" As this, <laughs> both. <laughs> Texas says we're here in the luxurious Trevor Kelsey clam bake suite. <laughs> you can experience the yes! finest food from our yes! Arby's culinary kitchen. No, no, I'm adding a smoking section back to the back to the stadium. It's coming back, and it's gonna, my name's gonna be on it. It's gonna have a picture. Like you walk in, it's my face, and you walk in through my mouth. Yes, that's it. <laughs> I don't even know. Oh, this is a KFC text. KFC text. We have to read them. Hey, guys, it's Cameron, podcast listener. Hey, Cameron, what up, podcast the listener? The tape on the rim is is to help support the net from being ripped off because we got some swishers this year, and I ain't talking about the wacky Wednesday ones. Ao, <laughs> Swishers, Swisher Sweets. Oh, no. Come on, Cameron. You remember Swisher Sweets? Of course I, I remember still, Swisher I, Sweets. Do kids just do Swisher Sweets? 
When Sinjin's like, you're talking to the wrong generation, wrong part of my generation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wrong group. <laughs> I, didn't Texas, I didn't know if that was still a thing or not. Texas, I, saw, I saw that Josh Hurd is going to make a special announcement tomorrow at 9 regarding a potential naming of the stadium. Uh, no. we have, According to Tim Sullivan, it's not about naming of the stadium. Maybe Tim's been led astray. Who knows? But according to Sullivan, it's a major gift or a different sponsorship besides stadium naming rights. Maybe an extension to Patterson? We already knew that's happening. I oh, that's think. right. Yeah, I think we've already gotten that out there. Uh, and Jim the, Patterson also recently gave a million dollar gift to help with that. Stuff. Yeah. What um, could we do? Could we open like a new uh, new facility of some kind? Do we need any, any new facility? We've like already got practice? the Denny Crum dorms that's under construction. Yeah, those are going in. We've got pra- We've got. I mean, pra- the basketball team's covered in practice facilities. That's all in the Yum Center. I don't know the Pierce Clarkson. Indoor practice facility. Oh God, we're gonna name it something. <laughs> sure. We're gonna re- unveil a statue of Pierce Clarkson. Clarkson Family Stadium. What if it, what if this is like a Lamar statue we're talking about? Oh, it could be. But this is a that wouldn't be gift or sponsorship. Well, it could be a gift. Somebody could buy it. Somebody's got to pay for the statue, right? I've been commissioned to make this Lamar Jackson. <laughs> it would be the worst thing. I'm, I'm the worst artist. I have no art capabilities whatsoever. Mar- Virginia all the time now is like. Daddy, because Mary draws okay, and like other babysitters can draw pretty well. Oh, she'll ask me to draw crap. stuff, and she'll be like, Daddy, draw Minnie. And I'm like, oh, boy. And she's like, that's not Minnie. And I'm like, I'm doing the best I can. I screw up stick figures. I can't I do it. I'm I, terrible. I'm so it's bad. awful. What if we got, like, just, like unveil, like, uh, like, a giant, like, thing of rock and have a guy come in and, like, chisel it right? in front of us? Chisel it out, yes, uh, the Lamar Jackson statue out in front of us. That'd I be would, awesome. I would like that. You would. It reminds me of like when you used to be able to go and watch the the women do the the garland of roses at Kroger. You could like watch them work and on you it, speed it up, and you watch. And, like you yeah. could just like make this guy stand in public, and then you can just like go and watch the progress. That'd be cool. Or like you know, get drunk and heckle him. Whatever. <laughs> that doesn't look like Lamar. That doesn't look like Lamar. Yeah, but that's not right. But that's not right. But the right. UK fans show up, start giving L's down, and screaming, fumbling at him. I mean, <laughs> his bicep's not like that. It, his his leg was a little bit higher. You got the, you're doing it wrong. You got the fade all wrong. Look, what are you doing to his fade, man? Come on. Louisville artist <laughs> resigns mid Lamar Jackson sculpt. Uh, Texas says Shadoria Volleyball Arena. <laughs> what? Remember the, the letter? The letter. They said Shadoria. Oh, that's right. Yes, yes, that's right. Yes. Texas says it's Fighter Fest tonight, Mike. You know what that means? AEW, baby. Come on, guys. Yeah, baby. Don't, don't do this. Trevor. It's Fighter Fest. It's the, Tony Khan loves doing themed shows for some reason. I mean, it's the, it's the WCW in them. So tonight, yeah, it's it's a, it's a big night. We got a cool triple threat uh, tag team match with the Young Bucks with the title on the line. Texture says, I work at KTP. Rumor has it that the Card March will now be renamed the Ford Motor Company Card March. This stems from the yearly tradition of Ford inventory being stored in the UofL football lots. This stems from they paid the money for it. Ford Motor <laughs> Company Card March. Well, whatever. Yeah, whatever. All for it. Texas Eves was saying yesterday that Hurd should have never been hired and that he should be fired based off of what came out the other day related to Mac and Gaudio. Thoughts? He, he wasn't even around. He wasn't, he wasn't the AD. I mean, he was he was an employee, He was though. an employee, but he wasn't in charge of this, no. Yeah, he wasn't. He's not the, the whistleblower. The suspension was given. Why would – sorry, I mean, Jerry, no disrespect. Why would that fall on Josh at all? I think Jerry just doesn't like Josh, right? I get. I have no idea. I don't know. Personally, I don't know either. I thought Jerry would be happy. And Josh hired Kenny Payne. That's the guy that he's, he's wanted true. for a long he's, time. I mean, he's been listening to the to the, the old folks a little more than anyone else has. Yeah, why would Josh be – like that was that all predated him being the interim AD. Like he has – Is he, Jerry Matt Heating get the job? He has no control over the suspension. He has no control. I mean, it was Neely Bendapudi trying to like – being pissed off that it got out. It yeah. was Chris Mack who you know, covered up part of his audio dealing with the FBI. It, like, How does Josh Hurd factor into that at all? 
I have no idea. Anyways, uh, we talked over the top of the hour. We got to go to break. Oh, wow. Before we do, reminding you guys, ShadyRays.com, the place to go for your uh, sunglasses all summer long. Hit up ShadyRays.com. Use the promo code BIGX after you've gone through their wide selection of sunglasses and picked out your favorite or favorites, and that's going to save you 15% whenever you check out. Uh, also, every purchase you make from Shady Rays goes to feeding and stopping uh, hunger in the United States. They feed, uh, I think, $10 of every purchase goes to uh, a great charity, a great organization that that's, is working towards stopping uh, hunger Me. in America. <laughs> Not Trevor. <laughs> a terrible drop-in. ShadyRays.com. Use the promo code BIGX. It's going to save you 15% when you check out. Uh, we love our friends over at Shady Rays. We'll come back. We'll uh, have hour number two for today, the 5 o'clock hour, uh, since we have a shortened show here on 1450 and 96.1, the BIGX. All right, welcome back in. Five o'clock hour here, the Mike Rutherford Show on 1450 The Big X. Trevor playing the heart hits today uh, as I missed the first hour today as I was getting hooked up with the halter monitor. Uh, still has, it hasn't like blown up yet, I don't think. I'm beeping as I walk in. I'm like in the room with you now. Trevor's in the room now. We got intern Jenna run yeah. the board. Uh, I feel like it would be, yeah, I feel like they would let me know if it like flatlined or they would they would try to get <laughs> well, in contact. I think you would know something. if it flatlined. I mean, <laughs> well, I wouldn't. I'd be dead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's how You'd we have would, to do something if it That's how we would know. But that's uh, we missed the start would of the show. Would you be okay if I had to give you mouth to mouth? I mean, I'd be, I wouldn't be, I would have a say in the matter. I'd be unconscious. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just go get, I get Jenna or Troy to do it instead. Anybody I mean, could do it if it's going to keep me alive. Okay, I, I don't you're not care. really picky. Okay, good. I enjoy living. I'm, I'm not ready to die yet. I'm not going to. I'm not going to be picking and choosing who saves my life uh, and or how it happens. I'm pretty good on that front. Uh, did you know Trevor Kelsey or intern Jenna next week? ACC kickoff, which means it's one of the mile markers of the offseason. It's a.k.a. ACC media days for football. Uh, the Big 12 had its media days today. Kind of awkward, given that you know the world's crumbling around them. <laughs> Not to mention, I remember like media days used to be a big thing. This kind of snuck up. Because nobody nobody like talks at media days anymore. No, nobody answers questions I mean, in any sort of sincere fashion anymore. It used to be you would get, you'd get like legitimate answers. Somebody would say something crazy. Now it's basically like... I mean, I don't know. Like Lane Kiffin saying some crazy stuff, and nobody else. Everybody else just giving canned answers. I mean, I guess the SEC still has some some memorable moments in a way. Like but it's more about the media than it is. Like they have like the weird fan guys that are like, yeah, doing cowbells in the middle of the sessions. Like, look at this crazy ass guy. It's not about what the coaches or the players actually say. I feel like you get very little substance out of these media days anymore. I think the last coach that we got a good day from was what, what was the Vanderbilt coach years back? Is Bobby Johnson? I think his name was. And he was he was like the interim coach. He was, I think he was the one. He, he's after before Franklin, and he just goes on this rant about working at steel mills and just I mean just there was some classics. Back you in you the could day. just tell he was just you know yeah just kind of you know a blue collar dude just happened to get coaching at Vanderbilt because it's Vanderbilt and they don't really care. The only things that I care about are I like looking at the media polls, especially when it pertains to Louisville. Well, of course, I like yeah. seeing that. I like seeing the all conference stuff, like who got snubbed, who didn't get snubbed. But as far as like comments, the players they give you nothing because well, they are very. Yeah clearly instructed like don't take shots we would because you know back in old radio days when we would have like you know people on the ground we'd have like jody doing and he'd like come back and do interviews with us and we get interview players 
And like it's not, there's nothing. It to just sucks. Like it, it was yeah. a nice little time filler for July, but like Syracuse's backup quarterback was like not giving us great insights. Like yeah, I think we're. Gonna... Spoiler alert: These guys all think their teams are going to be pretty good. If they had good years last year, they're ready to carry that momentum over into this season. If they had bad years last year, they're ready to turn this program around. And they've been working really hard all off season, and they're going to be a lot better this year. They're going to play fast. <laughs> they've gotten bigger. They've gotten faster. They've gotten stronger, and they're ready to hit the. Crit- they can't wait. For that first game. I mean, I don't know what it is for the listener, like, but like, is an interviewee, interviewer, is it, whatever. It's rough. It, yeah, it's like anytime you interview a player or even a recruit to that matter. I mean, for the most part, it's yeah, it, it is boring to me. What are your thoughts like, on Louisville right now? Yeah, I mean, and I and you know me, I'll try to like lighten them and make a joke or something. And I'll get maybe a giggle, but that's yeah. it. It takes like, a lot. Uh, yeah, they're not. They're not gonna. They're not gonna fall for the. Ba- they never fall for the bait. Maybe it's, you're just not funny. Well, that's ooh, Jenna coming in hot. <laughs> yeah, looks like somebody doesn't want to get paid in the future. <laughs> you know, I'm already here, so <laughs> can't really get much worse. Um, look, Roush is upset about. It. I told him not to fall into. The, I told everybody, don't fall into the big game boomer trap. This guy who like runs college. He puts out all the lists. He did name me the best follow for Louisville sports, I think, one time, and like something else. Because like people like kept tagging me. Who's Big Game Boomer? He's this account, and he just like makes. Is that his actual name? It's his account, yeah, on Twitter and Instagram. Okay. And he like does this like where it's like the best this and this. Like he he did best barbecue restaurants in every like state the other day, and I think for Louisville he had like I mean it was I'm not gonna say the restaurant in case they ever want, but it was not a place that people would assume (laughs) is the best barbecue restaurant in the state of Kentucky. Um, But he does this all the time. It it gets a rise out of everybody. Like his best New York, his best New York style pizzas, Sabaros. Pretty much. It's, it's that type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I say this to somebody who he like gave me some props a few times, but I got stopped by like dudes walking their dogs. And my, they're like, do you follow Big Game Boomer on Instagram? Like, you were on there the other day. And I was like, damn it. Like, I don't want this. Guy. I've never even heard of this guy. Why would you do this to me? He, but he gets like a million. He knows what he's doing. He hates Clemson too, which does make me laugh because okay, every time he puts well. a list out, he kind of like, there's some sort of like jab at Clemson, and Clemson fans take the bait every damn time. <laughs> but we got Roush not taking the bait because Big Game Boomer has put out his top 50 offensive lines in college football for this season. Oh, no. He he's got know. UK all the way down at 31, and he's got Louisville at 12. And Roush, <laughs> Roush just says, Boomer must be stopped. He's got Pitt at number two. I couldn't even know. Pitt have a good offensive line? They're supposed to be. They, they bring back pretty much everybody from okay. last year, besides the quarter, besides Kenny Pickett and that receiver who transferred to USC or wherever. Yeah, wherever he got paid to do, it just exactly. opened up. Yeah, that that Pandora's box. I mean, I, I know. I mean, is there anybody on Kentucky's offensive line that's looked at as being a possible first round pick like Louisville has? I couldn't. I couldn't tell. I don't you. think I there is. Yeah, Caleb Chandler, second team All American, Athlon. That's right. So, so therefore, you know, Boomer's right. That's why we're. That's why we're, we're we're twice as good as you are in the offensive line ranking. Uh, TJ Walker said, unsurprisingly, Trevor botched that story. It was Robbie Caldwell, turkey inseminator. Also, Clay Travis once asked Tim Tebow if he was a virgin. I do remember that one. Well, first of all, Tebow wasn't a virgin. I, I will never, I will never, you can never convince me that Tebow was, wasn't out there. I kind of think Like he's, a 70 swingers club when he was on YouTube. I kind of think he's the real deal. I don't. I, I do. Uh, Robbie Caldwell. What did I say? Bobby Johnson? That was anyway. Bobby Johnson. <laughs> Robbie Bobby. That's close. I, 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 I TJ, give me credit. I knew it was a Vanderbilt coach, though. The Tim Tebow thing was a big time deal. I'd forgotten that it was. I don't think I. Maybe I didn't even know that it was Clay Travis. A simpler time where I didn't know who Clay Travis was. <laughs> I didn't know that it was him that asked that question. But I do remember because was it? I didn't know that either. Because he's like, you put your faith out there so much. So I feel like it's all, and like the grumbling from the media was just like everywhere. And he's like, it's a legitimate question. Tebow was like, I am. 
<laughs> he didn't talk like that. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> no, he so did. Say it again. Tebow, Te- Te- are you a virgin? Yes, I am. <laughs> oh. For what? I don't know. I, I feel bad about that. I've got no beef with Tim Tebow. Oh, People yeah. crap on Tebow all the time. I'm fine with him. His wife is beautiful. I didn't know he was married. I didn't know either. He's not a virgin anymore. Does she know, does, does she know you hooked up with her in Andrews? That's rough. <laughs> Come on, Trevor. <laughs> what? I can't say. That. That's true. That's not true. <laughs> I read it on the internet. That's not true. Not true at all. Uh... Good Lord. How do I bounce back from that? Do you want to talk about today's, uh, real quick, uh, least cool person tournament matchup? I want to hear your thoughts. Oh, what is it? I haven't seen it yet. I was going to tell you. Okay, tell me. Chris Mack. I mean, it's going to be hard to beat that. Last second bump. This was like the Hillary's emails thing was the FBI story coming out <laughs> a couple of days ago. Yeah. Because it did not make, did not paint Chris Mack in a positive I mean, light. Chris Mack, it's going to be hard for Chris Mack to lose to anybody. Did the Brom, guy, Brom Twitter guy didn't. Bring Brom guy home is gone. Okay, good. He didn't get He's eliminated. Good. We he, have the. Rightfully the, so. The NCA slash IARP has advanced. Okay. And then, uh, I can't remember what the last matchup was. Um, I think he's on her vote more often. Uh, I think Armando Baycott won. Maybe he beat the, the Wake Forest clock operator. Ooh, that's a tough one. Tough one. Tough Ooh, one. Ooh, I don't know if I would have voted on that one. Okay, but who's, who's Chris Mack? Who's losing to Chris Mack today? Nick Saban is. Doesn't oh, lose, yeah. Doesn't lose much, but Saban. Why would Saban? What, I mean. Famously, if you were seeding this, I'm kind of seeding this. I sort of do like a loose seeding every year. This would be like the 2-7 matchup. Yeah, okay. And uh, Mack's gotten a lot. Mack actually got more love than I thought he was going to. Love slash hate, however you want to define it. I was going to say, I'm, I'm confused on what you mean. Does he mean he got the votes or he didn't get the votes? We're in the upside down. But yeah. Mack is uh, he, he's up 75% to 25% right now. That sounds right. I yeah. think he's comfortably in control. But if you're wondering why Saban's in here, the, the tampering with Tyler Harrell and then the lying about Tyler Harrell and then also just like general Saban douchiness, complaining about the NIL and the direction of college football and saying like the best thing about college football – is how it's always had such great parity, which is worse parity than any other major American sport. And one of the biggest reasons why is Alabama has so thoroughly dominated the sport for the last decade and a half. So if anybody's crying about that, you're the last person that should be delivering that message. So Saban, I think a worthy inclusion in the field, but never really had much of a chance against Matt. Yeah, I'm glad you, the Harold thing definitely. Yeah, that put that puts him in there. I would have said Alabama football in general too. I mean, I mean, obviously Nick Saban is deserving of being on. Almost hated person of the year list, but th- I feel like with this list, and maybe I'm wrong, but it has to be somebody that, that's that's hurt Louisville. Yeah, exactly. That's what so, it's supposed um, to be. Yeah, we've got this weird. Is thing. Will Levis on the list? No, he didn't make the list. I mean, he's pretty. Active. He didn't get much love. It, it was because it was uncool what he did to us. Yeah, but at the end of the day, like you can't fault him for scoring 17 million touchdowns. You still hate him for it. Trust me, it's uncool to me. But yeah. you know, it, it wasn't like cheap. It wasn't like the Armando Baycott stuff. So no, no, it but, is what it is. Um, but. Like we've gotten to this weird thing where a lot of the people, because we do the the least cool person tournament after the sports season ends in the summer, and then we do the Card Chronicle Person of the Year after the calendar year ends, and we've gotten to this weird cycle where a lot of the people who are in the least cool person tournament are, are people both. who had previously, <laughs> at a different age, been either nominated or won the Card Chronicle Person of the Year. Did Mac Mac won Person of the Year? Did he, he never won Person? Okay. He was nominated a couple of times. I'm he, sure he was. He was, he was nominated, a finalist yeah. a few times, but like Petrino. Was the one that won the least cool person a few years ago? Anyone? I'm sure he had previously been, I think, a, a nominee at least, a finalist for the, for person of the year. Charlie Strong got a lot of love after he left us for Texas one time, and then like even this year, like Vince Tyree and Neely Benaputi, they didn't make the field, but they were heavily nominated. I think yeah, yeah, and I, and I was behind most of those. Um, we gotta stop deifying these people, guys. Yeah. Is Patino the only one to win both? Maybe Patino never won either. Really? No. I, I think we've had this discussion before. Never one person of the year. He was not even included in like a least cool person tournament. So, no. Well, I mean, I wasn't, wasn't sure if he might make it. I could, there was some bitterness, I know. Still. A, it's 
still a lot I mean, of I mean, heavy feelings. If you're stretching for ways. eight people, though, I can see where he could have made a you know snuck in there, not maybe advanced, but at least snuck in there. So no one's won both, though. Ah, it's a good question. I don't think so. I mean, I know you've said we've been nominated on both, obviously. I don't think we've had anybody we win had, both. No. We need to get somebody to win both. That's somebody, I, I, I could have seen Pacino Don't turn doing, heel on us now, Jeff Walls. I mean, <laughs> Jeff Walls is like, he really wants to win both. Just benching Haley Van Lith in the middle of games. I don't think Walls, like Walls left, I don't think he could still, he would still get nominated. It's hard to hate Jeff Walls. Yeah, I mean, him, even McDonald, I don't think if he was his leave even now, I don't think he'd get hated. I mean, McDonald's just like peas in the Cardinal Bird logo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is for you, Card Chronicle that, fans. That, 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 that'll get it. I mean, that might get you on the list. Jeff Walls' parents are my dad's neighbors at the lake. Oh, oh wow. Isn't that oh, cool? the, did you say at the lake? You have a lake house? Um, they're building something. Oh, sure something. Not, yeah. Big X summer party. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking. Of, I know where we're going for the weekends. Gonna be fantastic. Sidebar: yeah. You guys made me um, think that I was wrong when I said Team Tebow was married and his wife was beautiful. I was right. She was Miss Universe 2017. Hey, oh, wow. well, I, mean, I mean, if you're if you're saving it that long, you, you might as well go after the supermodel. Yeah, I mean, it's like you, you remember AC Green. He was so no. famously. You remember AC Green, the basketball player in the 80s? Oh yeah. Like, like are you just humoring me now? I'm just, yeah. yeah okay. I was going to say, you said, <laughs> no, oh, I know, yeah, I know really AC okay. Green was, was, I mean. I don't I'll, remember him. I know him. It's one of those people I knew behind, being a, after the fact. Other than being a good basketball player, he was famously known for his being, you know, the iron, you know, the cow of NBA and also being a virgin until he, he refused to have sex until he got married. Did not know that. And, of course, he ended up marrying like a, the, the head Clippers cheerleader or something. It was like, if you're going to wait that long, Make it work. go all out. Yeah. So, AC kickoff, no going back to where we started here <laughs> before we got into the at least cool person thing. Uh, ACC kickoff next week. Louisville name today. It's three representatives. Would you care to venture a guess as to who will be joining Scott Satterfield in? I'm mean, I'm just assuming it's in Charlotte. I think it always is. Uh, yeah, I would guess that too. Um, Cunningham, correct. Um, the the offensive lineman we just mentioned, Caleb Chandler. Caleb Chandler. You're yeah. Correct. The, the third one's the hardest. Oh, uh, what's the? Um, I always script his name. The linebacker, Yasir Abdullah. Yeah, is that is that it? That's those three. Well Look done. at that! I might not remember. I might don't get the names right. I can't put the names out, but I know who they are. But that you last just, guy <laughs> follows me on Instagram. Yasir Abdullah is the man. Really? Yeah. He's a Thank you. he. Uh, his his Twitter picture last year became the Car Chronicle Bird Mask picture, which was right. a, a big hit for me. I'm a Yasir Abdullah fan. Um, I mean, it's mostly always seniors anyway they go, isn't it? Typically, yeah, I mean, for the yeah. most part. Um, and, you know, Malik and Yusir Abdullah, I think, have both been here for 17 years. Caleb Chandler also has been here for five years. So Malik was recruited by Charlie Strong. God, he was. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Feels like it. <laughs> I, mean, I'm just, I like how he paused like this if I was telling the truth. For a second there, I was like, oh. Like, did he? <laughs> well, I thought you meant Petrino for, for No, I said like, Charlie I was Strong. Like, yeah, he was. Yeah. That's right. No, he was recruited by Petrino, technically. He was. Yeah. Uh, Texas says Levis would love to win the least cool person. Don't give him that. He is one of those people that you don't want to humor. Like, yeah, it's true. People used to say that about because um, every year there was this debate amongst readers about like should we nominate Matt Jones or should we not nominate Matt Jones. And the one time he did it, I sent him a text. I'm like, hey man, just so you know, like you're going to be in this least cool person. Tournament. Probably wasn't happy about that. No, actually. he was fine with it. He's like, yeah. I appreciate the heads up. He's like, I expect it. But I think he he was one of the guys that that CC readers definitely thought like would embrace that like he would play it up he wanted to so they would keep it away from him like they didn't want him to win because he would like it too much would i would enjoy it. i'd embrace it we want to give it to people who like don't want like digger phelps like would hate it if he knew yeah. that he won like he was like louisville's least favorite person doug gottlieb acts like he would like it really deep down hates it like he wants to be loved i i, I fully so. believe fedex did not like the fact that they were involved in this. So that's that's who you go at. And the NCAA, uh, two-time champion in some way, shape, or form, going for a three, uh, three-time three title. Wouldn't be a three-peat. It'd be like a Warriors three three and four years. Um, so 
they probably don't like that either. If Cat Chronicle did a least Pope favorite person, uh, I would. I'd love to be on that list. I'm sure you would. I'd be okay with that. I'd embrace that. I want to be the heel. Cat fans love this show. I like good heat. They love. I feel this like show. Mike definitely has been on it a few times. It, yeah. I don't think there's a personal level there's a Cat Chronicle, but I mean, back in the day, I was I think much more disliked than I am now. I think most most normal UK fans. I don't think the UK rare breed like me. Now, now we the, get along well. Here's the problem: the only reason UK fans don't dislike me right now is because they've been kicking our butt in football for so many years that you know once the tide turns again, and it will. Oh, trust me, it, the pendulum will swing. Mm-hmm. That's when that's when the, the hater the, the hate of Trevor comes out. Uh, one last piece of news in a little odds and ends segment here. John Rossi reported yesterday this non-conference schedule for the Louisville men's basketball team is continuing to come together. Uh, Louisville will host Wright State next year in one of its non-conference games. Bali Padapinko. By the way, they play at the Nutter Center, one of my favorite arenas in America. Where at? Nutter Center. Oh, yeah. N-U-T-T-E-R. Nutter Butter. I saw a Jackson Brown concert there. It's just fantastic. Back in college. Are you serious? I am serious. I love Jackson Brown. I, well, no, I love Jackson. I, I like Jackson Brown too. I just it was just a random pool. Saw the news. Went in college. Yeah. Very cool with friends to see Jackson Brown. Uh, I, I mean, I just didn't expect on my my Wednesday bingo card for to learn that you never know that Mike Rutherford saw Jackson Brown at Nutter Nutter Arena. Nutter Center. Nutter Center. The Nutter Center. The Nutter Center. Wright State. By the way, last year they were surprised. They won the Horizon League tournament. They were kind of a surprise winner. They played in the first four. They beat Bryant, who had the nation's leading scorer, Peter Kiss. Yep. And then they lost to Arizona in the first round of the NCAA tournament. So it's a technically a returning NCAA tournament team that won a game in the tournament last year on our schedule. Technically, yeah. I also like the the. No, that's a pretty, it's a pretty little. That's a nice lot of comments. I mean, I don't know if I'm okay with it. I mean, do you, would you rather have more cupcakes on there right now at this point? At this way? point, yeah, because it's, it's, it's already yeah. a loaded schedule. It's pretty. It's going to be – our guys are going to be tested early on. I mean, this is, the type, this is the team you're going to be playing after what could or could not be a disaster in Maui. If L. Ellis isn't the most fit person in the world, he's going to die before December gets here because it is a <laughs> loaded schedule. And, yeah, we're going to play three games in three days at the, like – I know they have AC now at the Lahaina Civic Center. It's still very hot in there. Like, that's the Thank worst Thank you, place. Air Surf. <laughs> the, they, they should have hit up Air Surf. It's the worst place to, like, be a guard who's going to have to play potentially, like, 35 nah. minutes – for three straight days against high-quality competition. But uh, right say I did like all the responses to the John Rothstein tweet announcing this were from, like, rival fans that want to play us, Indi- namely Indiana fans and Memphis fans and DePaul fans that are like, Kenny Payne doesn't want to play DePaul. Kenny Payne doesn't want to play IU. I'm like, shut, we're, we're playing. We've got Kentucky. We've got the three Maui games. we got Maryland on the schedule. We've got uh, Western, who's going to be good again. We've got, like, shut up. Leave us alone. Right State's probably better than DePaul anyway, right? I mean, <laughs> I, I feel bad saying that about a team that beat us last year, but they're probably into. I mean, I mean, Rice State's better than we were last year. <laughs> That's, so, I mean, of course, it's, you can't feel bad about saying it. Texture does say Tebow married Miss Universe. Suck it, Trev. LOL. Ha ha ha. Why me suck it? I mean, Texture says Trevor is. <laughs> this is me. Why am I getting insulted because he married? I don't care if he married her. Texture says Trevor's too dumb to hate as a UK fan. He's just the guy that says stupid stuff about his team, then eats his words. It's quite nice, actually. <laughs> so they Am like I, you. So, yeah, well, they like me. Apparently, they really like me. You're a fan. You, you fools. They're fans. <laughs> you fool. I've got you all <laughs> suckered. Texas says Swisher Sweets are forever, just like poop in Trevor's backyard. <laughs> How do we always come back to this? People are people are very upset about the fact that Trevor doesn't clean up after his home. <laughs> I don't. I kind of am too, to be honest. <laughs> I am people. Just crap the everywhere. Body, it is not. I sent you a smelling pic- up the entire street. It's not, I sent you a picture. You can never go you outside. Sent him a picture of just yeah. the yard, and there's no poop. You can't see the poop up close. You couldn't see it. Well, I'll, I mean, well, up close. How close do you want to get to it? 
I mean, not I, personally, not at all. I mean, don't get me wrong. You can see the, you know, there are some spots where you've seen the poop, you know, go back to Mother Earth or where the dogs have peed a little too much. And, but, but it's, yeah, it's not like a walk into a minefield or anything. Plus, it doesn't matter. I've got a sidewalk that goes that splits my backyard. So, I mean, I can always, you know, safely walk on that. Thank you, Texter, for bringing this back up. <laughs> Texter says Chris McIntyre are gone. So, Jerry Eves now has to find a new person to hate on. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to hate it. Like these should be you good times. Have to, he should be yeah. happy now. You've got Kenny Payne here. Like that's his guy. Josh Hurd's the man who hired him. Jerry should be happy. We should all be happy. We should all be happy. Come on, you don't have to hate. I'm happy. Somebody. Are you happy? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Okay, good. What hat are you wearing, by the way, today? Let's say what Travis Matthew hat. This is like classic dad style now. Yeah, I couldn't. I'm sitting there staring at. It. I'm trying to figure out what it says. Like, what does it say on the on the hat? Probably Travis Matthew. Who's Travis Matthew? It's the brand. Looks like oh. more letters than Travis. Matthew. It's not a person. Oh, well, then I don't know what it says. Is it an actual person or is his name of the brand? I don't know, Trevor. I just know these, these, are, like, Trevor? these are like dad hats. <laughs> well, I don't know. You bought it. I, I did. Actually, it was, it was, I did not buy it. I mean, it was given to me. By, by Travis? <laughs> by Travis. Travis showed up. He's like, here you go. This is for your golf trip. There you go. I mean, is he, oh, is he a golfer? No, but they make hats. <laughs> oh a lot of people wear these hats on, like, to golf in. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This is classic. Just, it's dad style. I'm a dad now. I've got the Anteater surfing shirt on. Well, the shirt I recognize. Very California. I like the shirt, yeah. With the heart monitor just mixed in. (laughs) (laughs) Did you know who Travis Matthews was, Jenna? It's a great look. No. Okay. She's young. She's not not a mom. I worked at a golf course for like a year. So did I. I Okay, but when was yours? I worked there in 08. Save it for the episode. Mine was this past year. So, (laughs) I win. I I probably should have done it, but. It's okay. It's not technically a golf brand. People just wear them when they golf a lot i uh, never heard i thought that was maybe the rapper that had the mcdonald's combo oh that's uh no, that's travis Scott. <laughs> no, was close i hate the name travis still texas <laughs> says doug gottlieb is a great basketball analyst yeah. but every time he talks or tweets he comes off as an obnoxious d-bag I agree on the second part i mm-hmm. this might get some bad rap i, I don't really hate gottlieb i do I don't like, like and, and maybe it's because i don't know i used to listen to a show when i when i was at western and have cable for the first six months I would just listen to like, ESPN Radio. That's the only thing I could really listen to uh, out of Nashville, and like I would, so I would listen to his show like nightly, and it didn't bother me that bad. Like I, I different strokes, I guess. Not my and, and maybe I don't know. Maybe that's at the time. I mean, we're talking, you know, seventeen years ago. Maybe it'd be different now, but yeah, he's never bothered me as much. Texas says, send. Jer- okay, we got we got to leave Jerry's alone now. We've talked enough about <laughs> Jerry's. I get it. People don't like that. That's whatever. Uh, Texas says. Post the yard picture on the cron and put up a poll. We don't need to Maybe talk about. Maybe we don't do that. <laughs> yeah, no, I think we do. I have no I need control vent- over that, but I, need, I vote no. I need. I need to be. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, ventified. Vindication. Uh, Vindicated. Vindicated. Thank you. I need. Vind- I need to be vindified. I need. I need. I need- Why do you say it wrong again? Because <laughs> vindication isn't that like a, a like a past tense version or something? Vindication. Vindication. You just said vindified. Yeah. You, you said yeah. the, you said the wrong word again after but, I just told you. But, what, the right but, but, but wouldn't like a like past tense version be vindified? No. Vindicate. Vindicated. No. Vindicated. Okay, there we go. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> Trevor, your brain. Oh, Between goodness. the two of us. Your heart, my brain. I feel like my mind's going because of this thing they say, like, I'm brain damaged now. And, like, you make me feel better about myself on a daily basis because I can't find oh, the words no. sometimes that I used to. And then when something like that happens, I'm like, well, it could be worse. You both have mom brain now. The, the, point, the point is, is that that, that, the that, point. That, would, that, would, that would at least make me feel better because I'm tired. Everybody tell me about my yard's full of nothing but poop. And it's that, 
Well, you that's put just it, a fact. No, you put it. It's not like a disparaging remark. It's just you, them stating a no, fact. No, you, you, you put that picture. I'll get you a good big picture in my yard. And you put it on Car Chronicle and they'll vote. Does this this look like it full of crap? And you'll get no. The only thing full of crap is you. But the thing is, it's not a debate. Like you, you, open, you openly it. admit your yard is full of dog crap. No, I say I just don't pick it up. It doesn't mean it's, it disappears. <laughs> well, it goes back to the earth. It and rains. Four to and, six business weeks. Well, <laughs> it's not like a delivery. I mean, <laughs> I do, I'm about to say days and I said I do like that now because at home, I'm like the Virginia whisperer. Like I understand like her little language. She's two, and like when we have like Mary's mother is, is watching the kids today, and she'll be like, Michael, do you know what she's what she's talking about here? I'm like, oh yeah, she wants to play with blocks, or, or you know, she wants to watch like the, the, the Minnie Mouse episode, like something yeah. like that. I feel like it's kind of the same way here. Jenna's like, what's Trevor saying? I'm like, what's the, what's the word? Like, or Trevor asked me to be like his own. Like, what am I thinking of here? I'm like, vindicate. Like, I know what he's getting at. Like, I don't even correct you half the time because I'm like, I know what he's saying. But then people listening are like, what? How did you get that? I'm like, I know what. I understand how Trevor's mind. Works. Did you just say I have the intelligence of a two-year-old? No, but sometimes <laughs> no, you both, you both communicate Virginia in similar ways. Whisperer. Like a two-year-old. Yeah. I can, I'm okay with that. Uh, people think that you're, uh, you were trying to say vilified. No, I've been that too, though. But I, but keep that one on. Keep that one on on, on the he back wanted burner. Positive reinforcement. Yeah, I wanted. Yeah, Texas says, I'm I have been vilified for this. Yes, I have been. Texas is thinking of vilified. My God, I'm starting to understand Trevor too. <laughs> <laughs> Texas says, Satterfield killed the Red Ridge tailgate. R.I.P. The I don't remember the Red Ridge tailgate guys. They were around for. I didn't know they weren't still doing that. I didn't. I didn't. We did a we did a live show with them actually at their place, and we went down to. Uh, Atlanta for the Auburn game in 2015. Yeah, I'm good. They used to have the old school Red Rage logo. They had like a big like a tailgate kind of uh, trailer. They had a mm-hmm. bunch of cool U of L memorabilia in there. Sounds cool, actually. It's awesome. I didn't realize they weren't tailgating anymore. That sucks. Hate Why not? That. Why would they not be allowed to tailgate? Oh, man, I, don't know. I think they just. I guess they just got so despondent, so sad when the football team wasn't playing one well <laughs> over Satterfield. <laughs> they stopped coming to games. Oh, I thought he, the, the texture implied that like a coach like told him they canceled. He got, like, no, I think his. I think the implication was it. Oh, Satterfield not winning okay, enough I made them you. not want to go to games. I'm sure. And COVID broke a bunch of traditions too because people couldn't go to games That's in true. 2020. Yeah. Um, wasn't much tailgating going on, so that sucks. Te- uh, texture says TK has the brain of Cheech and Chong. <laughs> Combined. <laughs> Still doesn't make up a whole brain though. So Strawberry not home. Says, <laughs> Strawberry the, not here, man. The only person to show up at weekend afternoon U of L games at Freedom Hall between 2005 and 2009 on a regular basis, more hungover than me, was Doug Gottlieb. <laughs> <laughs> How sick is Gottlieb of the 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 stolen credit cards? Story? Oh, because every time he oh, makes a yeah. every time he tweets something that people don't like, it's like, why don't you go steal more credit cards? Yeah, too? and that was what thirty years ago now. Yeah, he was. I mean, he was eighteen. Yeah, he was. He it. was in Notre Dame. Yeah, that's where he, he went to Oklahoma State. Shouldn't have been there. Went to they went to Elite Eight, didn't they? Was he on that? Was he the point guard on the Elite Eight team? I think he wasn't on the Final Four team. I know that. Well, no, not No Four. That was way past his time. No, he was in the nineties though. Right. I'm saying they went to the Final Four in No Four. Yeah, they also went to the Final Four in ninety five, I believe. Oh, with Big Country. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, they. So, but I think he was the year before because they, they went like to the lead eight the year before and got close and didn't make it. And I think he was on that team. He only played there one season. I thought it was two, but you might be right. It was one or two, yeah. Uh, Darcy Kemper, former. Because he, he like led the nation in a going to Washington. Did he? I don't know. That. Yeah. Who cares? He sucks. Um, Darcy Kemper going to the, the Caps. Is he? Who's going to the Cavs? You said the uh, Abs goalie who just won the Stanley Cup. Oh. Did you just say Cabs? I thought you said Cabs with a V. Caps. Caps with a P. 
He said a P. This Cass. is on your. This is up to you. This is you, Jenna. This is hockey talk. I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm. I was listening. Jenna was talking about the Blackhawks a lot yesterday. She's very upset with the moves that are being Everyone made, is. not being made. Well, they should be. Well, Everyone she appeared on my. Is. She appeared on my Twitter timeline about it. The Blackhawks oh, are you done. See me raging. Yeah, yeah. Your 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 first tweet in like since like six weeks. Yeah. Uh, not even six weeks. It's been like two years. I know. I know. I'm You're not, one to judge. I'm not though. one to talk. I'm, I'm right there with her. I'm, I'm the same way. I tweet like once a month. I forget Twitter exists sometimes. I mean, I go on there a lot, but I just never tweet. Uh, we have to take a break. When we come back, there was car-on-card crime last night in the Summer League. We'll talk about that a little bit. Also, uh-huh. there's a national news story that I've, I can't stop thinking about it. And I think I'm the only one. And I've got to get your all's thoughts. I don't even know if you all are even aware of this. So we'll pick your all's brain on that coming up after the break. I don't either. It's the Mike Rutherford Show here on 1450 and 96.1, The Big X. Am I aware of it? Happy Heart Day. It's Wednesday, July 13th here. We are Whoa. celebrating uh, the fact that my heart has gone bonkers, apparently. And Trevor's <laughs> mocking it by playing heart songs. It was, it was either I play, enjoy it. It was either songs by heart or songs with the heart in the title. I think you chose right, because I like I, heart I a lot. Too, yeah, I'm good with it. I'm happy. It's been a fun uh, couple of hours here. Uh, we have time, about 15 minutes here. we got to get out here at 55 today. Tomorrow, we'll be out uh, 3 to 5. It's been, I know, a wonky week because the Bats have some early games this week. And we have the Cardinal Insider here now. But Friday will be a normal 3 to 6 show. Adjust your schedules accordingly, everybody. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we will be out of here at 55 today. So we have about 15 minutes if you want to weigh in on any of this on the Thornton Sacks line at 502-414-1450. But here's the the story that I want to talk to you guys about. Yeah, hit me up. I don't know. Some people listening may have seen me tweet about this earlier today. Some people on the text line. I want to know how many people are even aware that this happened. Did either of you know that a few months ago, a rocket crashed into the moon? No. <laughs> like a rocket? Like, like a rocket? A missile? Like a, a rocket? Like a space rocket? Like a, with people in it? No. Like something we sent. Like something up? that's been in orbit. Okay. Something we or somebody else sent up. No, I mean, could, did, could we have seen that from Earth? Maybe wouldn't it? Like, well, no, it's absolutely not. not. It's, it's, it's not. Well, what if it takes like a big? You know, gap out the moon. I mean, you need to take an astronomy class. It's, <laughs> they didn't offer those at Wagner. Not visible from Earth. Um, <laughs> I took one at JCTC, dog. <laughs> What's that tell you? Good for you, homie. <laughs> Remember when Trevor found out that it was not uh, that was not uh, JCCS or JCC anymore? You were so just, that was like I'm still mad that was like about a few that. Weeks ago. I drive by the uh, the seminary building sometimes, and it still makes me sad thinking about the the the, the good times in that JCC building. Anyways. On March, <laughs> the rocket. On March fourth, a mystery rocket body—that's the official term being used by NASA—crashed into the moon. We saw new footage of it. There were new images of the actual like crash landing site on June twenty fourth that made that were made public. Are we sure this actually happened? Or is this stage like the landing? It's this actually happened. Okay. The NASA's lunar Re- uh, reconnaissance orbiter spotted the crash site, uh, took some pictures of it. Those went public a few weeks ago on June fourth, and like nobody has claimed. Ownership of the rocket that crashed in the moon. Nobody's taking the blame for this. Yeah, was, the ownership would be blamed, and that's why I mean, you don't. Can you get in trouble for that? I would think. For what? 
like the most trouble ever, you'd assume, have a rocket crash in the moon. Yeah, why are you having a rocket What's floating? What's it going to do, though? Oh, but no. How is it, like, is it just floating? I mean... It's a safety concern for the public. Yeah, because what if this thing like <laughs> hit the atmosphere back. and fell back? Yeah, you know the damage that would do. I was so being the second, the, the day that this the story kind of went mainstream a few weeks ago in late June when the images got released and started circulating, it coincided with Elon Musk being away from Twitter for the first time. Like he was like took five days without tweeting for the first time like in you know a decade. Yeah, he's being and sued people, by Twitter. <laughs> and people were like. I hope that these two things are, are related. I hope that he, I hope that he had like he one of his hiding. yeah X space rockets like just wound up crashing into the moon because you know his cars are crashing everywhere. They take too long to fuel up, like all that stuff. Like everything he's doing is just falling apart. So it would make sense if this was like a Tesla rocket that wound SpaceX rocket that went rogue and hit the moon. That's the Venus rocket, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah, okay. Well done. But <laughs> thank you. <laughs> my question is, how is this not a bigger deal? Think I think it. it's a big deal. I it, wonder if it's because they don't know where it came from. So it's just a bunch of... Well, unknowns. how many options can you have? I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, but I don't, not every country can send a rocket into space, there's right? There's still a lot who could. I mean, there's got to be a, only a handful of countries that can have that technology that, to do it, right? I mean, what's Ghana doing down there? Yeah, I don't know. Being <laughs> yeah, something, something tells me Chile doesn't have a rocket that's in space. The Antarctica Space Program. <laughs> <laughs> They've been keeping it quiet for a long time. Nobody, knows what, nobody, nobody can go there. Nobody the wants to know what's people. going on there. But <laughs> imagine telling somebody... like. Late 60s, all anybody cares about is the space race, right? Yeah, of course. It's dominating nightly news. It's yeah. all anybody wants to talk about. People are crowding around their TVs to watch not just the moon landing, but the first orbit, the first man in space. The, you know, the Russians win the first leg. They send the dog up there, yeah. They send the dog up there. We win the, the, the race to the moon. Imagine telling those people, hey, about 50 years later, a rocket's going to crash into that moon right there. 60. And nobody's going to care. Yeah, people are going to just object. people are going to make crappy jokes about it on something called Twitter <laughs> and other forms Twitter, of social yeah, media. God, yeah. And everybody's right. just going to go on with their lives. And they're like, <laughs> are, are the nations going to find out who who did this? Apparently not. Apparently no, nobody wants to hold anybody accountable. Let me turn one of my three television channels on to see if it's on the breaking news. And I'll <laughs> say this: if it's us, if it's our fault, if it's one of ours. We need to take a look inward. Well, I mean, is, we can't have rockets just crashing into the moon. I don't feel comfortable with this. Well, this is, I mean, was this an exploding rocket though? I mean, that's why I don't. I mean, why would they send an exploding a mystery rocket, rocket body? Is I mean, the only that, term that's, that's out there. Yeah, I mean, that's. I mean, uh, I do. Have, there's like a bunch. This is of, a weapon. I mean, there's a bunch of like fake videos out there that this is to Trevor's point. They like show like a, an object going towards the moon, like a big like classic plume of smoke as if we could see that from 24 million <laughs> miles away or whatever it is what are you talking about you can see st- like we can see stuff on the moon if something happened right i mean you can see like marias no. and stuff yeah if, if, if a rocket hit the moon and it like blew a big crater like a ju- big chunk of the if moon if we nuked the moon yes you'd be able to see it well no if but a uh, small piece of a rocket or rocket debris or a rocket itself would have crashed there. No, what if it would a, not be visible what if a, with the eye. What if a good chunk of the moon came out and we had like a permanent crescent moon without having to have the, the shadow of the sun blocking it? I mean, that, that would be that would be obvious. You could see that. Trevor. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, there was a full moon last night. I mean, we, yeah. There's a super moon coming huge. tonight. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and what if a piece of that moon was missing because of a rocket? We, we would notice that. Well, yeah, we would. Thank you. I mean, we don't know how powerful this rocket is. I mean, it's, 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 I mean is it armed? That people, I you mean, think you're it, just gonna see a little point sticking out from the moon. You're like, ah. Look, there's the impact side. I'm showing you right now. You're not gonna see that from. Oh no, that's tiny. Wait, that I'm was a see. little. That was a little rocket. Yeah, right there. That, oh. that wasn't it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you're downplaying the size of the rocket. Apparently, you're downplaying the size of the moon. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> <laughs> you realize that it's larger than it looks like from Earth. 
How big is the moon to, to help me out here? I, uh, by by state equivalent, is it Texas? Well, no, it's no. What? <laughs> what? You know how far away it is for us to is see. It it? Uh, oh is it Texas? Well, I can see Texas pretty far away. No. The moon is <laughs> like one quarter of the size of Earth. Okay, so we're talking like Asia. We're talking no, much larger than South America. I mean, like like one fourth of the Earth, like twenty seven percent of the Earth, twenty five percent of the Earth. Twenty seven. Yes, that's that's the exact total. Twenty seven percent of the Earth. A little more than a quarter. Yeah, I mean, well, barely more than a quarter. It's roughly one quarter the size of the Earth. Okay, so much much larger than Texas. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) That's what you're saying. Doesn't not react to the story the way that I wanted Texas you to. I, thought, I don't believe that I'm the only person who's amazed by a rocket crashing. Okay, we're just jokes. Nobody cares. We got, I mean, we got rockets crashing into the moon. Nobody cares. See, I mean, but are you amazed or are you mad that nobody's talking about it? I'm terrified. How okay, do we know this isn't the first thought. time, too? I mean, I mean, for all we know, things have been hitting the moon and we don't know about it. <laughs> no, they haven't. Well, I mean, how do you know? it's Because we've got NASA. They're monitoring the moon. How, but the moon's bigger than Texas. It's a little hard to see. We have we have There's so imaging. many things up there, Doc. You can, you, like, oh we, we, we keep an eye on the entire moon. We uh, we know what's up in space. So much so that a rocket hit. And, well, a little bit of space. I mean, you can't keep an eye on all space. space well, is, obviously not. No, the, the new like crazy <laughs> telescope that was showing a billion galaxies in one image. We have no idea what's going on there. <laughs> i got no idea what's crashing into those things. What, what, those pictures aren't evidently real. Evidently, nobody really cares about that. Part. Everybody's blown away with those pictures, too. Like They look very, very cool, but it's one of those things that like my mind just can't process. I'm like, yeah, I, I, I get that it's amazing, it. but like I can't. Like It's something that I can't process like that like that little dot right there is a whole galaxy yeah that's that's nuts but when i look at the picture i'm, I'm kind of blown away but i'm also not like uh, i mean it's, it's like oh that's pretty cool and then you move on exactly you know it's not something that like i mean there's like a serial number on this about. rocket or something we could look up like is there any writing on it is, is we have he, no idea is he is the writing in russian you know who i blame i mean sebastian telfair <laughs> andre mcgee goes all the way to the top <laughs> it starts with telfair it ends with telfair Always, he's in jail. In doubt, always. He's not even in jail. I think he's rock. out of jail now. No, he's back in. Did he go back in he's again? In. Okay. He's in. We, 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 last time we talked about this, we looked at Well, because he, he got out because of the COVID stuff. He was appealing. But now he's going back. Now he's going back. Okay. He's back. He's back in the clink. Back, back in the clink. <laughs> and crashing, crashing rockets into the moon. When's the last time the person used the word, the term clink? On the office. <laughs> was it? The big house. Texter says, uh, see, this is what I want. I, I want rational people with some explanation for me here. I'm rational. What do you think I have to offer about this? I want more amazement from both of you. I was amazed. And now I want the text line to help me out. Okay. Texter says, it was most likely a spent rocket from a Chinese launch about seven years ago. It crashed into the far side of the moon, which never faces the Earth, and was discovered by the Lunar Reconnaissance Orbiter. It was empty. And even if it was full of fuel, you wouldn't see it. Also, the moon is about one-fourth the size of the Earth. There you go. Uh, it oh, also, that's, that's why we could see it. That man paid attention in astronomy. It also I orbits roughly a quarter million miles away, and micrometeorites impact the moon all the time. Yeah. Uh, he's got a degree in astrophysics from L here, so he's not just making stuff up. Uh-huh. Thank you. Um, well, he, he also confirmed my fact of why we didn't see it, because it landed on the dark side. We wouldn't have been able to see it anyway. Well, we had no chance. Trevor. Um, he just told you how far away the moon was, and you're like, oh, it's because it was on the other side. Well, some people have good eyes. Texture says, things I didn't expect today. Mike angrily yelling, you're downplaying the size of the moon. <laughs> Texture says, I bet Trevor can actually do a pole vault on the moon. Maybe. Oh, yeah, that's I mean, yeah. Trevor would go, he's so proud, he would go so far to win his bet so that he happy. would yeah. pay Elon Musk to like space exit up to the moon and, just like and then pole vault. vault up there. I told you that. Just floating away in his cracking t shirt. 
That's right. Oh, no, my luck. I'd go backwards. I'd float the wrong way. Still counts. Still counts. Trevor's floating away into the abyss. Still counts. Someone bring that damn bar over here. Six inches my ass. I made it up there. Uh, Texas. Without running. I wouldn't even need to run. Texas, oh, my God, is the moon as big as Texas. Um, <laughs> well, bigger, apparently. Te- yes. <laughs> what? They're making fun of you for thinking that. Texas, Mike, did you honestly think this rocket conversation with Trevor would go any different than this? I thought there would be more amazement. I mean, I am amazed. What do you, I mean, I'm, it, it does surprise me that there's just rockets floating around space. Okay, well, that's, see, n- that's, that's my nuts. difference. My thing is, like, you told me that hit, and I feel like that's bound to happen at some point. Like, there are satellites that come crashing down to Earth, like, all the time. And they did, the West Wing did an episode where this was, like, kind of a when? de facto storyline, like a small storyline. Like, all the time. There are, like, satellites that are come crashing down, and almost every time they land in the ocean, because the ocean is yeah, but the bulk of the planet. Yeah. But there is know. a small, small chance that these could hit civilization. When's the last time a, a satellite crashed into the ocean? Uh, it happens, like, every week. No. Yes. No. Astrophysics guy, help me out. Trevor, you're just saying no for fun. You have no clue. No, I'm, I'm being and I, I feel like if a, a satellite come crashing into the Earth, even if it's the ocean, it's going to like get some kind of headline of some. Oh kind. no, it's it, that's absolutely a thing. Like it happens frequently. Like I, I, I mean, I don't know. What, I, I think we're, we're we're differing on the definition of frequently. Like okay. if it happens, like I could see maybe having a few times over 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 the days, but like once a week, that seems like a little extreme. Like, I love a, I, I, I can hear, hear you are a loud damn diaper. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> satellite, did you know? Look, first, first Google result. Did you know that a satellite crashes back to Earth about once a week on average? Okay. This this is like how you felt when I had to tell you about the people doing jail time. That's right. You were right about that. <laughs> yeah, was, that's, that's kinda, I guess, I'm still shocked by that. I think this is about. I am. I'm kind of shocked about this one. I, I wouldn't have known if I hadn't seen the West Wing episode. I'll be honest. This this actually surprises me more than a rocket hitting the moon. Because the whole thing is so. CJ, the character in the West Wing, is like freaking out because there's a satellite crashing down to Earth, and she's like, "How? Why aren't people scared about this?" And like one of the guys is like, "This happens <laughs> literally like multiple times." I mean, how is it because it happens so often? It's just got no longer talked about. No one cares. I get. See, this is the amazement that I wanted for a rocket crashing into the moon. And get satellites coming down to Earth. Well, what I mean, what if you're like taking you like a transatlantic flight and like the satellite just comes floating down? I mean, is that what happened to Amelia Earhart? Could be. <laughs> I was still found her. Debunked. That may predate satellites. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Texas says this is a good question. I want to hear your answer. Would Trevor volunteer to be the first man on Mars? NASA will take NASA will take care of all your earthly affairs. Would you go to Mars? Well, can I take the dogs with me? No. Ooh, I don't know. I mean, I can't. I don't know how long I'd be gone without my puppies. Um, but I'd go to Mars, yeah. I it's not it. a Martian, the Martian situation where you're stranded. This is a well-run, you're just, you're, you're going to be the first person to walk on Mars. Yeah, I'd do it. <laughs> the enthusiast. The first thing I'd do, the first night there, I'd, I'd watch Mars Attacks uh, on Mars. Get it? Texter says, most of the time, these satellites that come down to Earth burn up completely, but there is a spot in the middle of the Pacific Ocean called the Spaceship Graveyard. There are remnants of satellites, the old uh, Mir space station, and that the ISS will end up there in 2030 if its life isn't extended. How much money have we wasted on satellites that just crashed? Well, just find your. T- I mean, why don't we? To you. I mean, you know how much it costs to I'm make sure a satellite in space? I mean, those things are like millions of dollars, probably. Texas says, "What? I, this was a text from actually before you brought this up." It says, "What percentage of Americans does intern Jenna think have been arrested?" <laughs> <laughs> Jenna, this is the debate that we had. Yeah. Um, 
like one night in jail counts as arrested? Yes. Just yeah, just getting arrested. Just yeah, just one. Trevor's day. been arrested before. That's how this story started. <laughs> yeah. He was offered a uh, a joint that came out of another man's anus. Yeah. I didn't take he, it. He by turned the it way. down. I did. Yeah. He didn't <laughs> I didn't smoke that. the butt I draw, joint. I draw. There is the line I draw, and it is on that. I'm saying thirty four percent. Was that is that where I said because I said one in one in four right or one in three I think is what I said originally. No, you said. Yeah, oh, you was said, I supposed to give a fraction? Yeah, I think you said like like forty percent. I said like four, I said forty percent, and yeah. I was shocked, and I thought it was like, I think I guess twelve. Yeah, you were in the and low you were numbers. Twelve. Yeah, you were you You're, were far closer than I. She's was. She's close, Robinson. It was like 40 percent. It was close to yeah. I want to know now how close. Yeah, because it was yeah, it was very close. It was in like the high thirties because it was like one out of three people. Have been have, have been arrested and, and been to jail at least once. Yeah, I see a commonly cited figure on the percentage of American adults with a criminal record is thirty percent. Yeah, Ooh. that's I mean, that's yeah. I'm so surprised. I mean, it's not I was a wrong. serious criminal, but yeah, I mean, you could go just for whatever. I mean, I'm not that butt joints. <laughs> well, like that guy, yeah, dirty. My was Trevor hurting. got framed. I was framed by a dirty cop. He was. I was. Yeah. That's what they all say. <laughs> the best part was, was he didn't have to frame me. He's just too stupid to find the evidence. Texas says. <laughs> that's the best part. Texas says, I listened to KRC for the first time this morning, and I got bored. It just doesn't match TK thinking that the moon is the size of Texas. <laughs> we do have that going for us. They have John Calipari. We've got Trevor claiming that the moon is the size of Texas. <laughs> I didn't claim it. I just asked if it was as big as Texas. Texas Mark Blanket. I can't read that. It's, that. it's the guy who always tries to trick me into reading something like that. I can't. I'm not. I caught you again. About Mark? No, not about Mark. Uh, Texas, you know, yeah. Texas, I can't believe he agreed to go to Mars that easily. This man is truly an enigma. He is. <laughs> I mean, well, I would be cool. Why wouldn't you not want to go to Mars? I mean, do I. Does the so this, internet... is good, this is a good fact. This is the last fact. I know we have to get at it earlier. Oh, yeah. Uh, astrophysics guy says they are specifically deorbited in an area where it won't impact anybody. So these aren't just like crashing down to Earth willy nilly. I get that, but so I'm the saying, graveyard but, thing is on purpose. Yes, there's a, a rhyme okay. and a reason to. But it. I'm saying, but you're gonna like a you know plane across country though. I mean, you don't know that. I mean, you can the time. I mean, uh, you can have a problem there. I feel like they know <laughs> farther out well, than where the, planes I mean, fly. Look at, look at this. Let me just coming. send an image of your face on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's the perfect way to end the show with a visual that nobody can see. Uh, tomorrow we are on from three tomorrow's to five. Tomorrow's gift probably for the show. <laughs> tomorrow we are on from three to five. We will. <laughs> Okay, Texter, I see that. If that really did happen, that's that's very funny. I, I apologize. I'll look that one up here You can look it up after yeah. the show. Uh, we're on for three to five. We'll react to whatever the big announcement that Josh Hurd makes in the morning and more Trevor trying to compare planets slash moons to the size of U.S. <laughs> states. All that coming your way tomorrow at three. Everybody have a fantastic Wednesday night. We'll see you guys uh, on Thursday. Is Pluto bigger than Texas? Celestial Dwarf. <laughs> <laughs>